Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bubba J, Bubba Jenkins. What's up? What's up? National champion. Oh, man. I wish I could say that about myself. National <laughs> champion. Bellator star. And uh, actually, Bubba has his little son here who's uh, 15 proof, months, 15 months old. Proof that he looks like me. Looks just like you. Adorable <laughs> kid and a beautiful wife. Uh, before we start, I want to let everyone know, hey, you like making great money, right? Here is a really cool opportunity I have to share with you. Driving with Uber. Uber is a popular smartphone app that connects riders with, with drivers. I take a Uber a bunch, and I love them. And in chatting with different drivers, it's amazing. Some of them have really interesting stories as to why they drive with Uber. So listen, people. You really should think about driving with Uber. Why? You, get to, you love being your own boss. You earn great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, this is a really easy way to work around your family schedule. Students, you can make some extra money between classes. So now's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling you how to get paid every week. I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber. We could, <laughs> we could have a great conversation. So you got a car and a license, put them both to work for you and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up to Drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Also, people, tip a fighter. There it this, is. This thing is blowing up. They just signed. Who, who, who did they sign today? We signed Kevin Lee and we signed Marina Shafir. The Motown nice. Phenom. Yeah. As well as Marina Shafir. I'm telling you guys, listen, it's not a charity. It's 100% about pay for performance. you got to reward fighters for their exceptional performance. Most fighters are not paid enough. I mean, I know fighters that have two jobs. Three jobs, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Which is you're a professional fighter and you got to work extra jobs. Come on. Look, you tip other service providers and they don't put their health and safety on the line. You tip a waiter, a waitress, The a worst is when you go to a counter place that you're ordering at the counter. Yes. But there's a tip line on the receipt. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, this is, this is, uh, this is very presumptuous of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, barista. Yes. Whoever you are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like what, what am I tipping you for exactly? Just... Handling the transaction. I At know. least you guys get your heads beat in. Yeah, right. you guys get your heads beat in, and some of these guys or women are not paid enough. So now Bubba Jenkins has come up with a solution at Tip a Fighter. Go to tipafighter.com. Tipafighter.com. Fighters, join this because you guys, you're going to get free money. You're doing it anyway. You're going to fight your ass off anyway. Yeah. Why not have more money? Okay. What so. if you have a fight of the night performance, but you don't get fight of the night? It happens all the time. All the time. What if you win a fight, but the judges say that you lost it? Yeah, or right. exactly. The fans can help out. I with mean, that. how many fight of the nights have you seen where on like Fight Pass or something or the prelims where like you, there's not that many people there? Right. And, and they have a brawl. Yeah. They have. They go at it. You know, those are some of the more exciting fights. Also, right now I am drinking the most delicious coffee I've ever had in my life. Camara 
Coffee. You can get it at K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the promo code MMA Roasted. Camara Coffee is a premium, high-altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic infused with high-quality nootropics. What are nootropics? They're brain vitamins. Listen. They're this, not the old tropics? No, no. They're new, they're new tropics. <laughs> Look. They blend, the old they blend their coffee with premium nootropics that were carefully chosen to create the right mental and physical edge you need to carry on your daily grind. It took them two years to develop the Camara blend. They carefully taste tested and eventually selected the perfect coffee bean to pair with their nootropic blend as to not compromise the delicious taste of the artisan coffee. Listen, the benefits from taking some of these uh, uh, nootropics in this coffee are uh, enhanced focus, Mood and reaction time, increased natural metabolism, fatigue reduction, and cardiovascular support. The tropics have been around, they've been found to help contract cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. People become the legend. Now you can get it at CamaraCoffee.com, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com, and use the coupon code MMA Roasted. Also, American Icon Autographs. They have the best sports collectibles, memorabilia, and events. Signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. They sponsor fighters. They sponsor Marina. This guy's Sean. We hung out with Sean in Vegas. Yeah, nice guy. You could not meet a nicer guy, okay? Their past signings include Mike Tyson, Chichin Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan. By the way, Sean used to be a wrestler, like a WWE-type wrestler. So he, 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 the guy's been through it. That's does why he, he know Marina's boyfriend? Yeah, uh, he does know Marina's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is the mystery been solved? Is it still It mystery? has been. Because so somebody, uh, the guy on Twitter posted a picture of Marina and said, I'm with my baby, Okay. But I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> oh, I go on Twitter and look uh, it up. Is I it will, still out there or has it been taken down? No, it's still out there. So okay. uh, you can check them out, their website, see who's on your next, AIASE.com. Also, remove it restoration. People, have your businesses been vandalized with graffiti? Have gang members destroyed your storefront? You got to call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore etched windows, and they, exactly, they get your business back to brand new for a fraction <laughs> of me, the, the cost. Your business image is very important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Go to Remove It Restoration, 1 888 424 9697. Uh, that's Bubba's baby uh, crying right now. He's a daddy's boy. He don't a, like when I got to put him down, man. He's a daddy's boy. He, yep. He's adorable. He's crying, but he's not crying because he's crying because somewhere he heard about someone's storefront property exactly. being messed up. <laughs> he's very upset about it, but he will stop crying once he hears about remove it restoration. One eight 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 four two four nine six nine seven. How are you guys doing? Great, man. How are you? All right, good, good, good. What? Uh, how's uh, how's life? Everything's been great, man. We have Leslie Smith, by the way, coming in today. Excellent. She's going to be joining us. What have you been up to this week? Uh, what have I been up to this You know, a <laughs> whole lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing? A <laughs> whole lot of smoking weed and, uh, you know. Oh, well, you know, NFL, I keep, I'm watching all the preseason. Yeah. Yep. I'm so excited it's back. I mean, this thing, MMA is all year. But football... It's a rare time of the year. So you're excited about that? I'm very excited. So and the Cowboys are your team, right? Cowboys, yeah, we got no running game, man. Oh, that is horrible. Last year was our chance. Horrible. I don't know. My wife's, my wife's favorite team is the Cowboys. Who's well, your favorite team? She's a good the woman. Tampa that's Bay right, Buccaneers. Hold on. Wait, who's your team? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay? Hey, I like the underdog, baby. Yeah, yeah you're damn right. We're going to be good. You, hey, listen, your your defense stunk last year. Yep, they sure but did. But they look real good in preseason yes, this year. Yes, they sure did. And, and the, the hamster... He, uh, he's, he's back, running, baby. He's running back. He's like, back. Like his rookie year, he looked great. Who's he's the hamster? Uh, Doug Martin. 
A little uh, short guy. He's this guy. Yeah, he just he burrows through that line, man. He's unbelievable. I'm a and Jets fan, and you know it's bad God. when wow. your quarterback totally gets knocked himself. out and people are happy. Totally, like, you like, guys <laughs> literally stumbled up. He, <laughs> <laughs> the other guy is better. Your quarterback gets his jaw broken, and, and, and fans are ex- ex- finally. Totally. Like, you know why? Because Geno Smith's one of those guys that looks amazing in practice. In yeah. college, he was amazing. And in college, yeah, but but then you get him in a pro game, and he just mentally collapses. Yeah. All right. Well, this is MMA. Podcast. But there's an MMA podcast. Sorry, so uh, yes. I had a I had a crazy week. About well, that my... is MMA. Dude got punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, he did. He got so, it. broke so... his jaw too. So he got him clean, man. So we're gonna say that's part of MMA it's for sure. Baba, how was your week? My week was good, man. I taught some kids some wrestling, and you know I like giving back that way. You know, obviously they, you know they. Now, are they you sparring during the week? Times. Yeah. I mean, well, why? Well, it's because I don't come in here all jacked up. No, with black no, guys yeah, I, I don't see any proof. It's the art of being, if getting hit and not being hit. So. I'm a karate man. So. Karate man bruise on the inside. That's right. Now, I'm how, a karate man. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not putting you down. I'm just yeah. actually wondering because I know a lot of no, guys, like Robbie Lawler, didn't spar for like two, three years. There's a whole new thing of guys that are. Some guys are into like hard sparring all the time. Mm-hmm. Other guys are like. Only if we have a fight coming up announced, then I go sparring. I'm just wondering what. what no, I I like I like I, it's not like that. I like hard sparring all the time, but I get better during sparring. Um, I figure out what works and I don't work. Like I take I take my sparring like I would do my wrestling back in the day. Sometimes for weeks I would only work on certain shots. You know what I mean? I would be getting my ass kicked in a in a match in practice, but I wouldn't jump off of that i wouldn't start okay well i can i know i can take him down with this shot and i'm losing right now so let me take him down i would continue to lose in practice staying true and steadfast to what i was working on okay. and that's how i do it in my sparring if i'm going to be working on my uppercut and my jab i wouldn't if i'm starting to get beat on i wouldn't start throwing overhand and starting wrestling so I would it's just not about pride stay. it's, it's about, not about pride for about me about no. and i and i train with guys that are are prideful you know they're working on things as well as i am so i i'll get beat up you know, so what's American Top Team like? Is that more of a pride-based sparring? Like yeah, a lot of pride in round? there. Yeah, a lot of pride in there because there's so many people from so many different places, and you know they belong to other gyms. They come in. Sometimes you don't even seen this guy before, and you hop right into sparring, so you don't know what he's about. Sometimes you're at a good level with a partner, and then they take it to that eight, nine level, and then you're like, oh, I got to go up there too. And then next thing you know, you're at the twelve, and you guys are going at it, you know. Right. Or you see the atmosphere of other people going at it, and you feel like you're you're slacking, or you don't want to be looked at That's in that. Said over it at uh, he said he went to um, uh, AKA. Yeah. He said if you go fifty percent, you're getting knocked out. Yeah. Which I like I like that his scale is from one to twelve. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> how hard 10, I go. So and not one to that's one right. to twelve. I had a crazy week. Uh, uh, so after Monday, I went to the haha. Yeah. And there was actually this like cute comedian, this little girl who was oh, like twenty three, twenty four. No, oh, she was boy. adorable. Uh-huh. She's like, but she's a newer comic. And how have you ruined her life by now? I have not ruined her life. Did at you all. give her cat herpes? You're an idiot. See, can I can I just start the fucking story without your three terrible punchlines? <laughs> Twelve seconds of the fucking story. So. So, so she's there. I, I watch her act. She's pretty funny. Okay. And now I go on stage, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of trying to impress her. Like, right. I, like I, I'm impressing this comedian more than I want to impress the crowd, which I, which works because I you know I want to have a good right. set. Right now you're having a good set. Yeah. Yeah. But then afterwards she tweeted like, uh, "Oh, this guy was hilarious. This and that." But she's a comic, and if if it's a comic, I'm not gonna try to sleep with the comic because there's a certain respect. That What's you her have. name? 
Uh, You'll come know. out with funny looking kids or something? Well, no, not funny. <laughs> just a matter of like. There can only be one star in the relationship. <laughs> I'm not even that, man. It's just like. That's for, what it is. Uh, well, a lot of it also is like, I, I just look at them as like coworkers as opposed to just regular chicks in some ways. This is all lies. I, I've, I've slept with three comics in 14 years or 17 years of comedy. That's because most of them aren't that good looking. <laughs> no, that's not that's true. You, you slept with the three good looking ones. I don't need. I use you hope. You hope. And, and then, yeah, we hope. One of them, it, just the face. And the three that I slept with was all there like they made the move yeah on honestly they made the move because I, and I'm like I'm still a dude I'm not gonna say no sure. get out of my bed I'm just saying there are some comics that hit on other comedians and I, I don't want to be known as that guy yeah. that guy who's trying to fuck brand new female comics just, you know it's just <laughs> I not was really... always trying to, to, really? to bang new comics yeah <laughs> <laughs> always and you know this thing you is, were trying to be you, that guy yeah, yeah, all the time I tried this guy would actually do it I would be trying to do it and they're like Dude. they were like I'm not I'm not fucking you you'll tell everybody and I'm like well yeah <laughs> But I mean, that's just part of how it goes. Yeah, so anyway, but she did tweet out, you, I was hilarious, and I don't know, but I just, anyway, so that was Monday night. Tuesday night, I do, uh, I do two shows. First, I have the Comedy Store. I have the Comedy Store mm-hmm. show, and it was the black show. It was like Trippin' Tuesdays, which is a, it's a fun show. It's packed. The, the, the host does a lot of time, you know, like an yeah. hour, hour, oh. up, hour up front. Black host. 30 in between Totally, each. yeah. Lots of music playing, mm. uh, sing-alongs with the crowd. Uh, <laughs> it was, it, it was still. I had a good set. I was, yada, 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 but yada, it was yada, like, yada, yada. it was like they told me you're on at ten. I'm on at eleven twenty. You know, yeah, and, that, and that's still early. Yeah, whatever. It, it was fun. Actually, I get on stage right away. I start with my act, and some a black woman in the crowd goes, uh, she just said, "Oh, it's you again." Last time, Bob starts yelling at me. She's like, she goes, "This guy starts with me every time," and I was like, because she was heckling all the comics. And then uh, so she says something to me. She's like, I said, relax there. You know, I, I like something to her. She goes, it's always the uncircumcised guys that talk shit. I go, Op- uncircumcised? Open your mouth and let's find out. Right? <laughs> the whole place yeah. went, Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people are running up and down the hall. I mean, just, it was it was crazy. I almost pandemonium. I, pandemonium. I almost, I almost. It was like a minute into my set. Dogs and cats living together. I, I almost put the microphone back into the thing and left. Like right, it's at that so point, big. Yeah. It's, it's hard to go back to material after that. Oh man, you know, which, the electricity of crowd work. Which I did, but it was still. So then I run over. Jay Davis has this new show at this nightclub. Yeah. So I go there, and uh, and then Darren Carter's on. Who's also and he's doing like I like my woman like my like he's doing all these like and yeah. more music stuff. Darren did great, but he's hard to follow sometimes he a, because he's, he's very show. it's a show. It's yeah. not, it's comedy slash. It's a show. More he's of an entertainer. Yeah. So but and it's he has a we- lights that he brings with him. Yeah, it's a weird <laughs> crowd. Like it's at a nightclub. There's a couple couches in front. Right? right. 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 And then and it's a very cool hip. It's a club crowd. So I, I go on. I end up having a good set. I didn't realize Selena Gomez is in the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. Selena mm. Gomez sitting in the back, mm. like all the way in the back. I was, had no idea. Was so then, Bieber Fever there? Well, no, Bieber Fever was not there. Oh, okay. But so crazy story, right? So I put the microphone down, and at the end of the show, this girl comes up to me, and she's like, you know, you were doing UFC jokes. And she's like, I was in the UFC. She's like, I'm in the UFC. I go, what? what? She's like, I'm, I'm a, a, a ring girl. I'm like, uh, you are? She's like, I'm Brittany Palmer. Yeah. And, I go, you're not Britney Palmer. It didn't look like Britney Palmer. The girl was smoking hot, right. but did not look like Britney Palmer. I'm like, you're not Britney Palmer. She's like, I am too. She goes, she goes, Google me, right? <laughs> you're not, you're not Britney. Palmer. She goes, she goes, I swear, Google me. My phone was dead. She goes, that sounds like she was all about you at that point. In well, time. well, we have a fucking long history. Well, I'll, 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 I'll go into this, right? So she, she goes, Google me. I go, all right. If you're Britney Palmer, uh, where do you have a tattoo? Because I know she has lips on her ass. 
She goes, I have, I have three tattoos. I go, what do you have? She goes, well, I have, I go, what's on your ass? She's like, my lips. I'm like, fuck, it's Brittany Palmer, right? <laughs> so she hates me. Now this, but this, but this goes back six years. What happened was six years ago, right? I go, I'm, I'm Adam Hunter. I'm MMA roasted. I go, you, you hate me. She goes, I do hate you, right? I was like, <laughs> like uh, you reminded her. I reminded you her. You reminded her. Like, oh, that's right, I do hate you. No, so then, what? Well, here's what happened. That's so, Adam style. So six years ago, right? I was, I'm the head writer for the MMA Awards, right? And I have to give everyone their jokes. Now, it might have been seven years ago. And I'm giving people like uh, uh, Jerry Rice is in the room. He comes and leaves. MC Hammer. I'm giving them their jokes for, the, for their presentation. Bertie Palmer comes in with like two girls, right? Like no one else has an entourage of them. Right. right. I, and I go, and you are, and at that time she was a WEC ring girl. I followed MMA. I was not like as big of a fan. Knowing what WEC know, was. I knew what WEC was. I didn't know the ring girls. Yeah, okay? right. So, right. She goes, I'm Brittany Palmer. I'm a WEC ring girl. I'm like, oh, and who are these two girls? Your backup dancers, right? Yeah. So then, right. They, then they start dancing, which was kind of cute, right? Yeah. So, so then, uh, I, so then she likes she presents the thing with like Stevo. I like know Stevo sure. from from comedy. Yeah. So I go, I go, Stevo, good job. She goes, what am I, chop liver? I was like, oh Jesus, Boy, right? So then. So then I go, she comes up to me after the award show. She goes, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm a huge brat. Uh, sorry to give you a hard time. And I go, uh, it's okay. I'm a comedian. She goes, oh, I have a weakness for comedians, right? Oh, and grabs my nipples. This was six years ago. Six years ago. And then grabs my nipples, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, at this point, she's smoking hot. And right. I, I'm not used to having girls this hot, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, like hit on me. Yeah. Like, like I was like, uh, 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 malfunction, uh, uh, system like, overload. Like, yeah, is, <laughs> I'm I'm seeing like hearts everywhere. Like, like yeah, you're seeing a future. We're like, they're gonna get married. He's in kids. So, so then a she kitchen. goes. So she goes, take my number, right? So I get her number, and then after the show, her and Steve O leave together, right? Uh, uh, so she leaves. Now with, you shouldn't touch her. No, she leaves with Steve O. Uh, but I don't know what happened. You know, I just saw her leave with Steve-O. And then I called her like a couple days later. And I was like, hey, this is Adam Hunter. She had no idea who the fuck I was, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has no idea who I was, mm -hmm. this girl. So then, right, cut to me and, M me and my, my ex-girlfriend are watching TV. And I'm like, that's Brittany Palmer. So we, the next year, Brittany Palmer's there again. And I go, hey, to my ex-girlfriend, I go, hey, uh, MJ, this is Brittany. She goes, I know. You talk about her all the time. I was like, oh, boy. I mean, how fucking Damn. embarrassing is that, right? So then I get Damn. the so then I get the MMA roasted job, and a couple of people told me that Britney had had hooked up with a fighter or two, right? So I do a joke. I say more fighters pulled out of UFC 112 than Britney Palmer, right? So it's a Ooh. joke. It's a joke. Ooh. You know, I don't really know anything. So <laughs> funny to everyone except Britney well, Palmer. So then, <laughs> you are correct, sir. So then I hit Britney Palmer up, right? And I'm like, hey, want to come on my podcast? Fuck you! You trashed me on Twitter. You're blocked. Don't ever fucking talk. I go. Uh, 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 I didn't even know you were even following me on Twitter. I didn't even know any of this. Like uh, these are just jokes. She wouldn't talk to me, right? Yeah. So that's cut to like I'm at Fox Sports. Tried to have them talk to her. She was gonna come on the show to unblock me. Yada yada yada. I don't see for her. So now cut to two days ago, right? Man. So I tell her. I say, listen, Brittany. So the know, last the last altercation you guys had was the fact that she blocked you because you said a joke about her, and that was five and a half, six years ago. Yeah. Okay. So so now I say, listen. Cut to two days so ago. now cut two days ago. I'm like Brittany, listen. I, I'm sorry if I ever hurt your feelings. I, I she goes, listen, Adam. Uh, it's totally cool. You were you were, you were really. I really liked your act. You were totally funny. I was young. You know, she's like, I only hooked up with one comp, with one fighter. I was like, two. She goes, okay, two. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, give me a hug. So I gave okay. her a hug, right? right? She goes, I, 
I, t- t- I took a picture with her. Yeah, you posted she, this. I saw we, this. We talked about the UFC. She was in TMZ recently because her and her, her husband at the time, like her husband beat her up or something, and like some crazy shit went down. And we talked about that, you know, and then some more stuff. And then uh, she actually said, thanks for not making any domestic violence jokes about me. I go, like, oh, first of all, you're the victim of the joke. I'm not going to make fun of you for that. Victims, I, like, yeah. I, I don't, anytime I tell a joke about a domestic violence joke, if I do, it's making fun of usually the guy who committed domestic violence, like a war yeah, machine, yeah, yeah. a war machine or someone, like this is the last, first victory in 12, so, something where the point, it's not the, I'm not going to make fun of a girl for getting beat up or her husband. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not like, I'm like that's, that's, you know, so anyway. Yeah, you're close to that, but you're not that. Come on. Right. <laughs> as, a comic, as a comic, you have to write jokes. There has to be victims to every joke. Sure. And you, I know. I'm just messing around. So anyway, so I see Brittany Palmer. She, I go, want to come on the podcast on Thursday? She says, absolutely. You tell me when. I will be there. Right? Mm-hmm. She says, I would love to. She goes, you better be nice to me. I go, I- I'm going to be nice. Gives me like three more hugs. I get her number. No nipple squeezes. Everything's great. I text her. Want to come to the show? Nothing, nothing back. Zero. Nothing back. Zero. 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 So today on the show, we do not have We don't have Brittany, Brittany Palmer. Palmer. I, I texted her like four times. Hey, want to do the show? Hey, want to make sure you do the show? Here's the address. Have you ever thought that maybe alcohol is involved? Like she's one of the girls that like you when she's drinking and then doesn't like maybe you. Maybe she was rolling. I heard a reggae song that's like, you know. <laughs> maybe she was on Molly you and, like me and, and she was like, oh, I love to love it. And then she was like, oh my God, why is this guy? I hate this guy. <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, so that's Brittany Palmer. I mean, I wanted her to come. I thought we were cool again, but uh, fuck. It's a bummer. I wanted her to come too. On your face? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted her to give me a milk mustache. <laughs> milk folk. Uh, you know what? I actually did a really crazy show on Tuesday. Have you done Harvell's in Long Beach? No. Yeah, it's a it's this awesome downstairs room, and they do, do it with a burlesque show. Okay. So it's comedy and burlesque, but it's not good burlesque. Oh, no. Oh, let me tell you it was something. Were the girls look like you? There were <laughs> two, yes. There, there were a couple that looked like men in drag. I was like, I'd fuck him. Um... <laughs> but but I like bad burlesque better because you can <laughs> laugh at it, you know, directly. You know, like they're not yeah. you you don't have to take it that seriously. Like real burlesque, you're kinda like, you know, maybe you should just show your tits and make some I, real money. I, yeah. You know? I but really but burlesque. bad burlesque, you're like, wow, you're just a you're just a dumb slut. <laughs> 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 like you're not even good at this. Uh, but it was but it, so it was funny. And some of them were actually really good and it's very sexy. And I had amazing you know, I had amazing you know me, I'm amazing. So I had a crush with them, but I just <laughs> one girl like she like kept stumbling around like she couldn't walk in the heels, you know? So oh. she kept Trying to do oh she was so bad she couldn't do dance moves so we have Leslie Smith just sh- is, just showed up yeah uh, Leslie Smith uh, if you guys don't know is one of the baddest chicks out there she uh, she's got a seven and six record but uh, most of her fights those losses could have went her way she's got uh, an she's awesome tripping. cauliflower ear she's, she's a sick uh, cauliflower ear she's a, a beautiful Looks great badass fighter she came to uh, my show in Vegas. Uh-huh. And then told me that you were on the show while she came late, but uh, she also said that she's thinking about doing comedy. She she has oh. actually thought about doing stand up comedy. I don't know if you remember telling me that. I do remember telling oh, you. Oh yes. That. How are you, Leslie Smith? I'm doing really good. I'm so much better after getting that kind of a, a, a welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. The intro matters. That's awesome. <laughs> this is Bubba yeah. Jenkins. How you Bubba doing? Jenkins. Hi. What's up? Bubba is the NCAA champion, a Bellator fighter. Uh, the Greg Wilson, funny as hell. Hey. And, Hi. And Leslie, why, so what are you, why are you in L.A.? I actually came down to see a doctor over okay. at um, Curlin Job where I'd gotten my knee surgery forever ago, it seems like, back in April. And so I was just checking up on it, seeing um. Now, your last time we saw you in the octagon 
was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It was UFC, what was it, 180? Yes. It, it was 180 in Mexico. You were fighting Jessica I, and like all your fights, I, went, I looked through your fights last night, you have one style, which is go <laughs> forward and throw as many punches as possible. And it, it, it's, oh one, it, you're like, almost like a, Die- a female Diego Sanchez in that regard. You just, I've never seen a fight that you ha- have been, been boring fights. It's always a war. And this, once again, was a war against Jessica I. Uh, she popped your ear, and your ear almost fell off. It was exploding blood everywhere. And you're in the octagon screaming that you want to keep the fight going. I was so mad. Your ear is, <laughs> is, is hanging off your body, blood squirting everywhere. Now, you have to tell me, what did that feel like? And afterwards, what happened to your ear? It felt a little bit warm and sticky on my shoulder and neck. But other than that, I couldn't feel anything. It didn't hurt. No. It adrenaline, didn't. baby. Adrenaline. Dude, yeah. adrenaline is the freaking king. It's the best drug in there. Drug. <laughs> yeah. Hell of a drug. It's amazing. No, I didn't feel anything until, um, and I didn't realize what was happening, but I watched a, the film later on, and the lady had opened up my ear yeah. and then taken gauze and shoved it inside of my ear. And and so that was a little bit painful. But no, I was I was just mad. It didn't No, it was hurt. your cauliflower popped? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um what it was so it it's not even like it was a precision shot or anything like that. It was that my ear had been swelling up um, for months. It's yeah. just a part of training. Yep. It's just something that happens. And so beautiful ears I yeah, got. Yeah, nice. I got it too. I got it. This after surgery. Mine are pristine. <laughs> <laughs> you got it from going down on horrors, actually. Okay. <laughs> All right, go on. Um, so she threw a punch that would have missed me completely, except for her thumbnail hit the bloated side of my ear that was large. And so that was what kind of opened it. And then it had the the um, thinner skin from where it had already been swelling up and coming down. So, And then once she saw that it was open, she kept going for it. But I didn't feel anything. Now, what were you screaming? It's like you, were you yelling in Spanish? I was. I was yelling, no me duele. What does that mean? It doesn't hurt me. I was like, it doesn't hurt. And then I was like... Tango mis manos, tango mis ojos. I was like, I, I can see. I have my hands. It's not, it's not like it was one of my fingers. But was the ref? Broken, no, was the, did the ref speak Spanish? Is that why you're yelling at him? Had you ever been able to speak Spanish? Before? <laughs> <laughs> or was this one of those adrenaline superpower moments when all of a sudden you like reached into a past life no, and was, found your Mexican? You're, I was confused. I was like, I, I didn't even know that you even knew Spanish. Totally adrenaline superpower. Um, <laughs> That's funny. No, I I studied Spanish for many years, and I grew up in Southern California. And so knowing that I was going to go out there, I did a lot of practicing of Spanish because I... I, I love that language. You're a smart cookie. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I would never have thought about that. She prepares for her fights with languages as well. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I would, I would never think, oh, I'm going to fight in Brazil. Let me learn some Portuguese. I wrote a joke. Her ear so bad she now speaks Spanish. That, 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 was, that was the joke that I, I had made. I, I couldn't believe that you were yelling. It was so confusing. It was, yeah. First, her ear is exploding, and then she's yelling Spanish. You're like, what the fuck am I watching right now? But I, so so how long did it take for your ear to heal? Um, it only it was really fast. It took really practically no time at all. It was just a couple of weeks, and all they did was just sew it, not like regular stitches. You know, when you get regular stitches, mm-hmm. they have a needle and it goes in, and they go all the way in on both sides, and they tie a little knot and snip it, and then start all over. This one was more like when you are like sewing up your clothes or something. They took one long string and then just 
threaded it through all the way. That sounds good. <laughs> it was kind of cool. It had so, a nice little. Have you seen the pictures? The pictures are insane. No. I, I, oh my god. Well, I, I I think I saw this fight. I remember the ear oh. thing distinctly because I was like, her ears coming off. No, it like, was. I was one of the people at home calling for it to be stopped. It was the weirdest prelim. Like, like, like first no, the guy, no, her no. ears coming off. First, no. the guy before him shit himself. <laughs> he did. The, the guy, the, like did. two fights before that, the guy shits himself. That's just and Mexico. Then, and then her ears are exploding. Uh, I, and I'm, I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? He so, had one too many burritos, I, apparently. So what, when's your next fight? I don't have anything scheduled yet. I had um, verbally agreed to a fight with Raquel Pennington on September 5th, but then after I started getting into all my training, because it's high-intensity training to get ready for a fight, and you can't be doing it halfway, like, oh, I got to watch out for this. Mm-hmm. If you're getting ready for a fight, you're doing it 100%. And um, uh, my, uh, I'd had surgery on my knee in April, and so that's kind of acting up, and... So I'm kind of dealing with that right now. You beat, so up, I, you, you beat Raquel before. I did. That's why I wanted it so bad. I was like, man, I'll, I, I just need a week. All I need is one week. <laughs> well, the last time you took a short notice fight, though, was against Sarah Kaufman, right? Yes. And Sarah, the first time, it was a split decision. A lot of people thought you won the fight. When they announced Sarah as the winner, people were booing. They were very upset. Mm-hmm. Then you agreed to fight Sarah on one week notice. Yeah, so you're right. It is nice to have a full training camp. It can make a big difference. It was not the same fight when I fought her on a week's notice as it was when I fought her with a full training camp. Were you training at all for that second fight? Yeah, I was training a whole lot. I was actually in Las Vegas. It was really cool how it worked out that I even got that fight because it brought me into the UFC that fight. I was training with Misha. I was staying at her house because she was getting ready for a fight with Ronda. And um, I wouldn't have even gotten into the UFC if it hadn't been for Misha calling or texting Sean and being like, hey, she is right here and ready. And he um, he was like, okay. She's in. But you're such a funny girl. I mean, you're a really cool, cool chick, uh, by the way. I mean, I, I love watching your fights. There was something... Uh, oh, so about a month ago... On the all of a sudden, on the MMA, all the news things started coming. You and Heather Joe Clark beat up a dude at a concert. Awesome! So nice. What, can you please tell us what happened? Because there's so many rumors going around. Okay, so it it wasn't a concert. It was a karaoke bar in the financial district. Even better, <laughs> right? Right. In the financial district, like in New York. In San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah, and we hadn't even gone in. We weren't drinking. We were just outside, and we we're standing in front of the place. And this guy came walking up the sidewalk. I didn't notice anything out of out of the normal about him. And then my friend turned to me and she was like, he just grabbed my ass. Heather. Um, no, not Heather's butt. It was my my friend Rebecca. Okay. Yeah. Strong move. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right? So, dude, just, I mean, cruising through a crowd, saw a nice butt and was like, yeah, I'll touch that. <laughs> was it a nice butt? Did she have a nice butt? Yeah, she has a great okay. butt. So he was apple picking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I'm gonna, you know, you can stop and smell the roses. I'm gonna get a handful and we'll just keep on walking. It's about enjoying the journey, right? Well, I believe in enjoying the journey, but not when it involves molesting my friends. Yeah. Weirdest thing. I'm not too into that. So I like walked after him and I was like, hey, you can't do that. And he was like, am I allowed to cuss on here? You guess. Oh, yeah. All you okay. Want. And he was like, uh, yeah, uh, I can do whatever I want. And we went back and forth a couple times and then. 
Um, he finally got adamant and was like, I can do whatever the fuck I want, which isn't elevating, right? right. And yeah, said yeah. it louder you volume. You dropped that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go time as a fighter. Yeah, and I was like, well, dude, listen to this go time. And I was like, no, motherfucker, you can't do whatever you want. He turns around and throws a big, huge right hand and spits in my face. No way. So uh. did he, he, he connect with it or no? No. I, Dude, I was so ninja. I did totally ducked connect? it, grabbed him. Yeah, the spit landed that's on my worse. face. Oh, be, yeah, that's worse. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, Punch yeah. me. Don't so, spit on me. Uh, Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So no, I like ducked it and then grabbed him around the body and then um, drove him back to uh, drove him back against a building and then pulled his legs out and. Oh man. Yeah. You know what? I've always wondered because I've spent so much time training in the gym and I've got all these great techniques, but I haven't gotten in street fights too often. Right, yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm willing, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> Ready, willing, and able. I, I I was there at the at the what was it the World Series of Fighting? Oh yeah. Right. I well, was there. Wait. So go on with this story, and then I'll go to that. Story. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to that one. <laughs> but um. So you're jacking up this civilian. <laughs> right, right. So right. I know this poor man. It makes me so happy to see these people on Twitter who are like, "Why would you hurt this poor man?" I'm all, "Yes." He threw a fucking punch at you and spit yeah. on you. At that point, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to go put a choke on him, and then I started thinking about um, the guy in New York who had died from the chokehold, yeah, right. and I was like, man, you know, it's. I, Especially if he's drunk. Now, are you yeah. on top Especially of him, ground and pounding, or are you have his back? I had his back. I had his back, and then I let go of the choke because I was like, "Man, I don't, I don't want to get yeah, too it's crazy." It's more fun to beat him up too. Yeah, and then I just started dropping elbows until until he goes, "I'm sorry." Okay. <laughs> At which point, I stopped. I totally stopped, and then and then he goes. I'm really proud of you girls. <laughs> Joe Clark kick him in the balls. Yeah. So okay, so, so okay, so you have him you so you have his back, you're elbowing him, Heather uh-huh. Joe Clark comes over, uh-huh. winds up and soccer kicks him in the nuts. Uh yeah, I think so. I I tend to get tunnel vision when I fight. Even oh, yeah. even yeah. for street how fights, many fights I've had, I don't out. fucking disaster. Wait, so, what an idiot! Fights. I mean, first he grabs a girl's ass, then he fucking throws a punch at the chick. But next thing you know, he's on the ground getting elbowed and kicked in the balls. And then he, he goes, was "I'm proud sorry." Of then he goes, "I'm proud of you, girls." <laughs> and then he goes, "I'm proud of you." And then and then dude, I love this wait. Guy. you know what? Hey, honey, wait a minute. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm proud of you. <laughs> you stood up for yourself. My balls are hurting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. I'm proud of you, girls. Girls like you, you girls. Yeah, yeah. girls. So what happened? Okay, come so a long way, lady. And then he, uh, <laughs> and then he puts his hand in the prayer position, and he goes, "Om Shanti," which I don't. Do you guys? No. By the by, the faces by the slightly blank. Yeah, we have, sounds like some yoga shit. It just sounds like respect. It's um, Om is like the universal vibration. Yeah, yeah. And Shanti means peace. You so know, this story is so fucked up. It's got to be true. <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, absolutely. You don't make that up. Yeah, you. Om <laughs> Shanti. So he says Om Shanti. He's all Om Shanti, and then he gets up and goes, and then. And then, like five That's minutes so later, I realized that my purse had gotten jacked. He stole your oh. purse. I don't know if he did or like the crowd of people. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But uh, I'm going to say it was him. Yeah, I wow. think it was. I think oh. you saw us walking away. He said, I'm going to get a wallet out of this yeah, at least. Exactly. Like, I got my ass whooped. I grabbed oh, some ass. Oh, he's like, he's like, I can't beat him yeah, up. Yeah. But I got to get something out of yeah. it. <laughs> this is good for some Michelob drive. Now, now, but, now, you grew up, though. Like, you train now with the Diaz brothers, right? Yeah, I, I do go out to Lodi a lot to train with them. So, because I, I saw that you're Caesar Gracie, so so you're part of that whole team. Yeah, I spend my most time training at El Nino Training Center at Gilbert Melendez's gym, and then I spend a lot of time in Pleasant Hill at How's Caesar Gilbert Gracie's. Doing? He's good. Have you talked to him about the whole getting busted for steroids? Have you talked about that? 
Um, no. I'm Usually those are taboo no, subjects. I just scored some you, you are a terrible liar. You have. I'm, a, no, I'm not. I'm not putting him down. I'm just asking what the what the mood was like afterwards in the in the gym. Right. Well, you know, I'll tell you what the mood is right now at the gym is that Carrie, his wife, Carrie Ann Taylor Melendez, who is a great fighter in her own right, just signed um, with Bellator. Carrie did? Yeah. No way. She's fighting on the 19th in San Jose. Welcome to Bellator, Carrie. Yeah. I, I, met, I met his wife. His the wife first is one badass. There's there. a video of like uh, him and his wife. They're walking after a fight, and some <laughs> fan fucking gets in Gilbert's face, and she smushes a fucking fan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally without a second thought. Yeah, like just, She's yeah. like, this guy. My oh. wife would do and the same like, thing. Oh, I'm sure she would, she would do the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Om Shanti. Sounds like a rapper. Doesn't it? So, yeah, okay. So, all right. So, that's Jim. Now, but the Diaz brothers, now you were there during the Khabib deal, the brawl. At the World Series of Fighting? I was. There's even a video of it where. <laughs> okay, so I went to the bathroom and I came back from the bathroom, right? Never go to the bathroom, apparently. You miss everything. Ever. Yeah. And I was um, like, I don't know, 15 yards away. And then all of a sudden I see, like, you know, there's that telltale, like a crowd shifting. It yeah. like right, right, has right. its own life of its own. Drama's and, about to start. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You can just feel there's like yeah. crackling in the air. So I like could see the crowd shifting and I go over there, but I'm like, wait, I can't tell who's who. And then I like look over and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I think there's crowd shifting over there. And then I run over there. But by the time I got over there, there is nothing. And then I just stood there in the middle and looked around for a while and I was like, dude, these people need name tags. Yeah. We need to coordinate this stuff in the future. Shirts and skins, you guys exactly. on this side. Exactly. Well, since that, the brawl, actually, the two people involved in the brawl, which one of them, uh, a lot of people were, but Khabib is now fighting Tony Ferguson, mm -hmm. which is going to be a crazy fight. Uh, I think that's going to be one of Khabib's hardest fights because Tony Ferguson is on a... I, I, I saw him beat Josh Thompson and, and that he... Destroyed Josh Thompson, who was an excellent, amazing fighter. Ferguson's on a, on a tear, right. uh, and Khabib is Khabib. Yeah, I mean, who, Khabib. Right. I mean, he's a guy who blanked Dos Anjos. Yeah. So that's going to be a good fight. I and I, I'm almost, I wouldn't say leaning towards Ferguson, but being that Khabib had the year layoff, it, uh, who do you like in that fight, Bubba? Uh, Rust. Rust is a. Uh Real, you know, ring rust is real, fight rust is real. Having, you know, the timing and the fighting and the, all that good stuff, it's real. So I'm gonna go with Ferguson because he's got the momentum, he's got the, you know, that that drive. He's he's the underdog. And I, I don't know like other fighters, but I'm a fighter that loves being the underdog. Yeah. I don't really like to have that, oh, you're a 10 to 1 favorite. I like being like, this guy's supposed to beat you. That's the, you know, yeah. that gives you that extra drive. You know, when you're tired, it gives you that extra push. So I, I'm going to go with Ferguson because and, everyone's and, expecting and he, and he's Khabib. He's a good wrestler, too. He's not a, uh, he doesn't have the wrestling, the Sambo skills as Khabib, but he's a good wrestler. Yeah. I mean, he's a, you know. He can combat that. Enough MMA wrestling to combat, you know, Khabib's. Damn. Another fight uh, that has been announced. Uh, Nate Diaz versus Michael Johnson. Mm. That's going to be another. I mean, I, I would like to. I'm trying to lean towards Michael Johnson. The, the only thing about Nate <laughs> is that Nate's one of those dudes that just, like, you think about what, which Nate Diaz is going to show up. Is it going to be the Nate Diaz against Dos Anjos, who just got leg kicked the fuck out of him, or <laughs> Nate Diaz that murdered Cerrone uh, after Cerrone's on a six fight win streak? Uh, Leslie? 
He's gonna do great. He's gonna look amazing. He's gonna win. He's gonna beat his ass. He's okay. I'm more interested in the shit talking that's gonna happen. She didn't even say a name. Everyone knew it was Nate Diaz. And as far as Khabib versus Ferguson, who you like in that fight? I just want to see Khabib get beat up. Why? Again? Oh, because he, he right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Again? Well, he didn't get beat up in the brawl. I mean, you think he didn't get beat up? Well, no, no. So, uh, but you want to see Khabib get beat up. I mean, everyone's gotten beat up at some point in life. So if you say, I want to see someone get beat up, you just throw in again, and it's usually not going to be wrong. At some point <laughs> in life, at some time, anybody has gotten beat up at some point. You're a philosopher, too. Uh, Greg Wilson, who, by the way, who do you like at the Khabib? Uh, We've had Khabib on the show, haven't we? No, he, he's supposed to come on the show, but he never called in. Um than so. the other guy. <laughs> so you like Ferguson? Sure. And as far as Nate Diaz versus Michael Johnson? Well, you know, that's the thing. These Diaz brothers, I mean, like you said, you never know which one's going to show up. I mean, I, obviously, I'm not like you guys. I, I just watch this stuff. But, I mean, you never, I mean, you don't know. Sometimes they look amazing, and sometimes they look like they've been sitting around eating Fritos for a week. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, yeah. I, can, I can vouch that they definitely don't eat Fritos for weeks <laughs> at a time. Even after the munchies? <laughs> but, <laughs> you're not there all the time. Maybe you didn't see it. They, get, they give me a real Frito pie vibe. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, another fight that got announced, a bunch of fights got announced since Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Frankie Edgar versus Chad Mendez. Oh, yeah. Which I fucking hate this fight. Because Why? Because I, I want to see them both fight the winner of Connor. Versus, uh, yeah, they'll uh, get to that. They'll get around to it. it. Aldo, I yeah, I know. You know they get to all the good stuff soon. Now, then, what's gonna happen later? You know, you gotta get to that later. You gotta live up to something. I, I want Frankie to win. I like Chad Mendez. He's he, I, I like Team Alpha. I went to his party. He's a nice guy. Frankie, I something about Frankie that I definitely, I feel like he's very. I feel like he's he's been looked over. I feel like Chad had his shot. Mm-hmm. You know, even he didn't have, he didn't have the full camp. He had his shot. I want to see Frankie versus the winner of of uh, Aldo McGregor. So I hope Frankie wins. That being said, they're so evenly matched. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? what do you give the advantage to and what? I mean, you got to give Mendez the advantage in power, but Chad the advantage, but uh, Edgar in jabs, maybe, and, and, and speed. Good thing about Edgar, man, you know he's got a jaw. You know he's got a good chin. You know what I mean? I don't know if, if and, I, and I can't tell you who's going to win, but I don't know if Chad Mendez has the jaw that, Frankie has. And you know both of their jaws I mean, will be Frankie's tested. got a better chin than, than Chad? Yes, Frankie's got a better chin. We see but he's been hurt hit. by Maynard. I mean, he was almost out yeah, by Maynard. Yeah, because Maynard hits like a damn house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he he hits hard. But you know he came back. He works up. I mean, Mendez gets hit very, you know, it's not the same as when Edgar gets <coughs> hit. He, he runs through it. Um, so I, I can't tell you he's going to win. But I it's a fight that I want to see. You know, because I do think that Edgar will come away with the win because I just say experience and, you know, let's go with, you know, good boxing, decent enough wrestling as far as MMA goes. And, you know, I just think he's going to win on experience. Leslie? But he pulls it out. I, I like Frankie Edgar. Yes. I like him a lot. I like, I always, uh, it was always nice to watch whenever he'd be fighting um, when he was fighting at the bigger weight class, but he was one of the smaller guys. And I always thought that it takes a lot of confidence to do that, confidence so, in yourself yeah. and in your skills, because um, not only not only do you have to, A, have that confidence, but you're also going against the tide. Like, most people are going to do whatever they can do to make sure that they're the bigger fighter coming in instead of being like, no, I got these other things going on. So I've always admired that and, uh, and, and cheered for him. Right. You have a boyfriend, by the way? I do have a boyfriend. Who's your boyfriend? Frankie Edgar? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know it yet, but... Uh, no, um, my boyfriend's name is Kevin. Is he a fighter? He... Dabbles. He, <laughs> <laughs> he dabbles. 
He um he has a, a purple belt under Caesar Gracie, so okay. he does a lot of jujitsu. And then we actually have spent some time in Thailand together. But he's he's not. You You've know. been dating for a while. Yeah, for like five years now. Five years. Oh, no, you're, you're not dating. Him. You're in a relationship yeah. with this <laughs> Kevin from Thailand. We need to take the romance out of it. Jeez. No, no, no. You guys don't even like each other anymore. I am a Wait, belt. you passed the three year mark. I was. You guys just hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how come no? How come no? Ring? Um, because I don't have one. Okay. Jeez, what is this? You sound like my mom. Pressure's on, Kevin. Pressure's on. Like my grandma. Every time I see my mom, she's like, "Do you have any news?" What's what's Kevin's excuse? He's like, "I'm waiting until I'm a black belt. (laughs) When I'm black belt, then we can talk marriage. But until then, you know where my focus is." (laughs) Now, is he a fighter, fighter, or he just a jiu-jitsu guy? Um, he he does the stand up too, and he's uh. Depends on if he's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he um he doesn't fight competitively, but he's around the gym. He pays attention to stuff. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's All a good right. thing. He has a cabinet making business. is is his main thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Thanks. There you go, Kevin. Kevin from Caesar Gracie. I like it. <laughs> Now, by the way, guys, right now we are doing the first ever Titan FC press conference. Oh, shots fired. Where can't we wait. have two fighters that are fighting each other. Guys, okay? this time. Can't and wait. Guys, last, we've had two Invicta press conferences. I'll catch you up. Uh, okay. we've, uh, so far, we, we had, uh, had Panny um, against... Uh, uh, Tanya Avenger. Yeah. Uh, and so far, and there was actually uh, no shit talking at all. No fireworks. Was, uh, actually, <laughs> none. Penny's whole thing success. is Penny's whole thing is the butt bomb. She to put her butt in, in, in people's faces, and I think Tanya would like that. It's great armbar defense. It was very right. good, good armbar okay. defense. And then last week we had we had Rachel Ostovich against Amanda and, Lee. Andrea uh, Lee, I think. Uh, oh, Andrea Lee. Andrea uh, Lee. Uh, two uh-huh. other girls who seem to like each other very much. But this, there's gonna be, there's gonna okay. be. <laughs> but this one. Remind me. To tell you something after this, but this this is this one we're getting we're gonna have fireworks. Okay, so we're gonna call first. We're going to call Zane. He's from Hawaii. Trains from Max Holloway. Uh, He's nine and one. What weight is this at? Uh, Good question. We're gonna ask Zane what weight it is. (laughs) Hello. Hey, is this Zane? Yep. Zane Kamaka, sure. how's it going, Zane Kamaka? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, Bubba Jenkins, Leslie Smith, and the Greg Wilson. How are you, man? Good, bro. What's, what's going down? What's going down? So obviously I can tell you're Hawaiian. Yep, by, got by, the Hawaiian bro going down. Nice. I like it. Now, uh, <laughs> now Zane, you are 9-1. and one. Uh, you, are, you, you, you have not lost since 2002. You've been killing people. Your last fight, you beat Colin Reuter in one round. Uh, what's going on, man? How uh, talk to us? Um, you know, bro. Um, I've been I, I um fucking like I said in other interviews. I've been um training out, out of my garage, and I I got that loss from Ultimate Fighter, you know. So my my dad didn't took me as far as they could. So I made the transition to Hawaii, um, Hawaii Elite MMA. That's the best decision I ever made, you know. And it just made me way more well rounded, made me more confident in myself, and you know, and it shows in my fight, you know. So who now you went down to the Ultimate Fighter? That was the, the season that Colton Smith won it, right? It was uh yeah, season it, sixteen, I believe. And it was Brock Lesnar versus uh, Shane Carwin, who's supposed to be the coaches, right? Yeah, that's the one. Now, now what happened? Was Roy Nelson. Roy, yeah, Roy Nelson had to step in. Now, what what happened? Uh, who did you fight in that? 
Oh my God, armbarred from Cameron Diffley was pretty quick too. It was like less than a minute in the first round. You know, I was I was just kickboxing since I was a kid. You know, I thought my stand up was enough for the high level fighters, but obviously it wasn't. So, you know, I've been working my ground and my wrestling ever since, and I'm I'm, I'm super confident on the ground, and you know, I'm I'm ready for anything September 19th. Nice. Now you're in Titan FC. Now you train over with Max Holloway. Yeah, Max Holloway, you know, um, Russell, Don, um, Yanchi Modares, all those UFC guys, you know, pushing me every day, and they're, they're just helping me to get better every day. I, I love those guys, man. I love the Hawaiians. Now, how much hot Hawaiian pussy are you getting right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my, my girlfriend is right by me right here, and she, she um, I don't think I can answer that question. She might just want to slap me in the face right now. <laughs> are you, wait, are you saying your girlfriend doesn't have a hot Hawaiian pussy? That's not good, man. You got to... <laughs> <laughs> he said, "No, that's not what I'm saying, bro. Take it easy." Is uh, is your is your girlfriend Hawaiian? Yeah, she is. How I'm long? Crazy you... Hawaiian too. Crazy? Why? <laughs> now, are like are like Hawaiians very jealous girls? I find that they're very passionate, but they get very jealous very easy and just stab a bitch. Is that true? Um, yeah, um, I guess so, but the Hawaiian boys kind of make them crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now, you're fighting a guy, Bilal Muhammad, who is 8-0, and 7-0. Uh, and 0. He, the, the guy's his nickname is, remember, remember the name. That's his actual nickname. Remember the name. That's his nickname. <laughs> Bilal, remember the name. Muhammad. Muhammad. Well, September 19th, he's definitely going to remember my name. Because I'm going to give him his first loss. Shots fired. Yeah. Now, now, have you been watching any of his fights? How have you been training for this guy? Um, you know, fucking nothing different, you know. I, I always make sure my stand-up is on point. That's my bread and butter, you know. And, and the ground is secondary to me, so the, the, the ground is always my second option. But it doesn't matter how good his stand-up is, how many knuckles he's got. I, I, I always want to keep the fight on my feet. That's, that's, that's my number one plan. And, you know, I, I just work the ground get, just in case I'm hurt. Or if I have to take it to the ground, it's about, the ground is an option, you know. So how old but are you? I definitely want to stand with him. How old are you right now? That, bro? How how old are you? Uh, 26. 26. 26. And you've been and you started training when? I started kickboxing when I was about 15 and when I turned 18 and I transferred to MMA. Nice. So what belt are you in kickboxing? Uh, what do you mean what belt? Like are are, are, there, are there belts in kickboxing or no? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering is that uh, a trick question? No, no, I'm saying like <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, no. I thought there were belts in kickboxing. No, no, not, kickboxing no more no belts. There are no bro. belts in kickboxing? Well, it depends. If uh if you're with a gym then they really like to encourage their 7 to 12 year olds to come back then they might <laughs> <laughs> I was a, I was a, I was a green belt in taekwondo. I, I did taekwondo and I was a green and I was fucking awful. I couldn't break the board. I started I fucking started crying. I, I was hard. Horrible. I was like, this is bullshit. Every three months, you got you, you got like a belt contest or something. It was yeah. fucking. And, I, and my little brother was like five years younger. He could break yeah, the board. No, and I couldn't. Fuck, but no belts in kickboxing. No belt. So, so uh, what now? Do you have any championships in kickboxing? Um, no, actually, I don't. I've never got the opportunity to fight for a belt when I was kickboxing. But I had, I got three um local titles down here, you know, and I. I, I fucked up on Ultimate Fighter, you know, bro. And, and this is my second opportunity on a big show, and fucking losing now on option, bro. I, I I gotta win this fight no matter what. Now, do you have a uh, day job? Um, no, I train full time. You know, my my family supports me. You know, they I have an awesome support system back home. I my family, my girl, you know, they 
they they just make all the sacrifices I do, you know. Like guys think so it's just me making sacrifices, but my family is making them with me, bro. And I fuck it, I put all my eggs in one basket, bro. I just like I said, losing is not an option. I gotta win this fight. You seem like a. I mean, now now listen. I know that now, like when your girlfriend supports you, uh, do you have a pressure to give her like the really good D because she's paying for shit? <laughs> Yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely, bro. But fuck, bro. She always has me after the gym. I'm always tired and shit, you know, but I got to do what I got to do for me. <laughs> 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 got to go earn that paycheck. <laughs> nice. I hear you. All right, so we're going to call Bilal Muhammad. We're going to talk to him for a couple minutes, and then we're going to have you guys. Uh, we're we're going to find out the uh, the first ever Titan FC press conference. I'm very excited about this. Let's call Bilal right nice. now. All right. Nah, keep him on the phone. I like that. Now, have you ever supported a guy and had to get to pay you back with the D, Leslie, or no? Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's looking for that word. Uh, uh, like, uh, how many D's have I supported? <laughs> <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> I'm so excited about that presidential candidate. I know. Uh, D's nuts. He's taking it. It makes me so happy every time I see that. <laughs> me too. I, I, I laugh. What sort of joke our political system is making? He's got 9% of the vote. Yeah. D's nuts. <laughs> well, it's a good person. Hello, is this Bilal Muhammad? Yes, sir. How's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Leslie Smith. Bubba Jenkins, the Greg Wilson, and your future opponent, uh, Zane Kamaka. How's everything going, Bilal? I'm good, man. Good. How about yourself? Good. So you're from Chicago? Yes, sir. Is that where you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in Chicago, born and raised. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, with a name like Bilal Muhammad, uh, is that a very popular name in Chicago? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, Iranian people in Chicago. Oh, okay, so you're Iranian. Gotcha. Now you're 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 seven and zero. You fought all over the world. You fought in Bellator. Uh, I you you won in Bellator, but then left the company. How come you left Bellator? Uh, that was when they were uh, still with that old uh, owner, and I didn't. They're like when everybody's saying that they're holding all their like fighters hostage, so I didn't want to get stuck down to them when the UFC was like the biggest thing out right now. Gotcha. Well, I mean, now they got like uh, Scott Colbert and now, so now like they look like they're on the up and up. Right. But I just didn't want to get held down by them, so I think. Now, who are some of the guys you're training with over in uh, Chicago? Uh, I train with a couple guys uh, from Chicago. Lewis Taylor, uh, he fights for a real series of fighting right now, and uh, I go to we go to Wisconsin a lot, so it's like two hours away. So I go to Rupert Sport. Oh. There, training with uh, Mike Biggio, Gerald Merchart, get some uh, Duke Rufus in there, Showtime Pettis, Ben Askren. Wow. Uh, CM Punk, you know, get it in. Have you, have you sparred with CM Punk? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, dude's a beast. Uh, I mean, everybody's talking all this trash about him, like, uh, Cathal Pendred and everything like that, saying that, man, he wants his first fight. I think he could whoop uh, Cathal Pendred within, like, the first round. Really? Like how? Yeah, I, like, I guarantee it. Yeah, he punches like a, a horse. You know, he'll knock him out. Wow, so you're saying you spar with CM Punk, and this dude's legit? Dude's legit, yeah. People are talking trash, but they haven't seen him. He was in the gym uh, day in and day out, doing like three practices a day. All right, okay. That, you're the only one who's ever said that, but fuck yeah, man. I like it. <laughs> you, you have, you've heard it here first, man. The guy who sparred with CM Punk, you're saying he, he would knock Pendred out in one round. Yeah, you heard it here. Wow. Okay. Now, now, now. What's your background, by the way? As far as like, not like, uh, like, what's your uh, like training wise? 
Uh, I've boxed all my life. I've uh, wrestled all my life. It's, uh, I, I like to keep it universal. Nice. Keep it everywhere. Did you wrestle in, in, in college? Uh, I wrestled in uh, high school, and then uh, I went to like I didn't wrestle on a team in college. I just trained with a lot of the teams. Now, okay. Now we have Zane Kamaka on the line. How are you going to beat Zane Kamaka? Uh, I'm going to beat him anywhere he goes. Like I see a fight uh, finishing because I think it's going to be a, a stand-up fight. So I see one of us getting knocked out, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be him. Mm. Uh, Zane, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Um, it definitely ain't going to be me. You know, I watched all his fights, and fuck, but you cannot knock nobody out when you're running, so. <laughs> I don't know he He's got track <laughs> shoes on during the fight, huh? Uh, what did you say? He said you got track shoes on during your stand-up fights. So, Bilal, he's saying that you can't knock anybody out because you're running the whole time. How would you like to respond? Uh, that was before when I really didn't have a, a trainer. That was me training out of my garage. Now I'm working with Duke Rufus, one of the best kickboxing coaches in the world. So he's really been holding my game out a lot. So, I mean, we'll see where the fight goes. We'll see what, he, what he's saying during, inside the fight. Huh. All right. I mean, uh, 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 Zane. What kickboxer are you? Uh, uh, Zane. See, now that he's been training Yo. with. Now, are are you nervous? Because I mean, this guy has not lost. He was seven or zero training out of his garage. Now he's with the elite guys. He's training with CM Punk. Are you are are you, are, are you nervous about this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro. Fuck, bro. Fuck. I ain't scared of nobody, bro. And I'm I'm confident in my stand up. You know, I I watched his fight. He, he's seven and zero. You know, but obviously. He, he brings something to the table, but I just don't see him winning this fight, bro. And if he stands with me, I promise you, he will get knocked out 100%. Blow? Man, uh, I want to guarantee anything like that out there, man. I want to put any guarantees out there 100%. Hmm. Nothing's 100% support. So I guess uh, we're going to see what happens inside the cage. Now, who gets hotter chicks? Uh, Bilal or Zane? Zane? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, bro. I don't even fucking give a fuck about chicks honestly dog I just let win this fight and I cannot wait for fight dog fuck chicks I just let scrapper and all straight up uh Bilal <laughs> yeah I don't have time for chicks man I'm training 24-7 alright so nobody's getting pussy in this fight dude. <laughs> you heard it I'll take the fall off pussy I'll take the fall off you heard of that no there's no pussy in Chicago the testosterone will be high in this fight <laughs> fucking Zane's, Zane's girlfriend is fucking pissed off right now if there's a groin shot, they're just going to explode <laughs> all over the place. Now, now, we happen to have Conor McGregor here with us in studio. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here today. Uh, now, uh, Conor, how would you do against Zane or uh, Bilal? First of all, I don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> when you say these names to me, I'm thinking, should I tip them? Because they sound like the fucking darn man. <laughs> Get wow. my car, bring it around, I'm the champ. <laughs> wow. Now, how would you do, how, Connor, how would you do against, uh, against Zane? First of all, I would shave his bottom because I like it real smooth. And then I'd pound away until I drop my lucky clovers all over his back. Uh, 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 Zane, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts to Conor McGregor? First of all, I don't like oh, anyone. McGregor, but I guess let Max Holloway handle you, dog. I hope you're ready for my boy because he's coming for your ass. Who's that? Holloway. I'll just let my boy Max handle you, though, because he's coming for you. So Max Holloway's coming for you, Connor. I'm not afraid of Max Holloway. I don't fear any man who sounds like a greeting card. <laughs> 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 so how, do you, how would you do against Bilal? Well, first of all, I don't trust him because he sounds like a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's first. 
I would leave a car bomb for him, good old Irish style. Wow. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, how would you respond to Conor McGregor? <laughs> what? Yeah, I would be afraid of me, man. Uh, if, you, if you say something like that to my face, it wouldn't be a good time. Whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't like to be called a terrorist. He's from Iran, and, and there, there are a lot of terrorists there. That's but, right. But he's not one of them. Uh, from uh, Palestine. Are oh, you from Palestine? Oh, okay. Even yeah. worse. <laughs> I don't trust any of them over there. So, do you think <laughs> he's going to bring a bag of rocks into the ring with him? <laughs> so, do you think you could take Zayn and Bilal at the same time? At the same time, of course I could. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm Conor McGregor. <laughs> wow, this is this, this, this press conference is heating up. I had no idea Conor was going to crash the press conference, but uh, he's oh, here. So, all right, so. So, Zane, you think you're going to knock Bilal out in one round? Maybe not one round, but sooner or later I'm going to catch him. Because, like I said, he's going to be running, but sooner or later I'll catch him. Uh, Bilal, how, and then you think you're going you're, you're to outpoint him? Or you're gonna, what's your, are you going to take him down and pound him out? Or what's your strategy here? My strategy is to uh, uh, put my foot, stomp it into the ground, and not move it one foot, uh, not move it any place. Stay, stay right there in the middle of the cage and start banging it out. Wow. Well, no running today. Perfect. Now, just so Perfect. you guys know, there's a thing called tip a fighter, mm-hmm. uh, where fighters can get tipped by the crowd. Bubba Jenkins is the. Is, what's up? What's up? What's up? So uh, these are two guys that I think would be great for tip a fighter. Right? Absolutely. See, I've actually I, I grew up in a little bit of uh, Indiana area, so we always make chip trips to Chicago. And we call it Chirac because there's parts of Chicago <laughs> they they rocking around with AKs like it's their day job. And I I grew up in Honolulu, Hawaii, and out there you they not talking much. They scrapping immediately. Yeah. You don't have you have a disagreement. We go outside and you scrap. No no questions about it. So I know these guys are from a fighting background, fighting living area, and they're probably exciting fighters. You know, yeah. they're like he said, he's gonna put his foot in the mat and not step one foot back. And the other guys like I'm I'm running you down and I'm I'm gonna knock you out so it makes for a good time a good a good fight and a good matchup to be like you know what this is going to be one of the fights that i want to see to tip these guys because you know they're both they both used to train out of their gym they're both trying to put you know put on their record get out here and and make the fans know that they're going to knock people out and it'd be a perfect fight for them to come in and get tipped for it i mean i i think the, the trash talking that they're bringing someone's going to sleep someone's i think the person that goes to sleep doesn't get the tips the other person does <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've got a tip for him. What's yeah. that? What's up, Connor? Stay out of my way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, but so. It'd, be, it'd be real good to get both of these guys on Tip of Fighter because the, I think that one of them is going to go to sleep. And even if they, if they have that all-out brawl and war, that's what people want to see. No one wants to see a, a quick knockout. People want to see that three, five-round war. No, and you and got these guy, guys are promising that. And you got a guy 9-1 and one versus a guy 7-0. and oh. I mean, yeah, these are two fucking... I've, I've I've watched both of your guys' fights on on YouTube, by the way, and both of you guys have some great power. Uh, uh, you know, Zane, you you put a lot of those local Hawaiian guys to sleep. Jesus. Yeah. What do you guys What do you guys walk around at? What do you, we'll wait till you guys walk around that. Who's Who's bigger? Zane, what do you walk around at? Um, I'm, I walk around around two hundred, maybe around there. Nice. Th- I'm pretty tall for my weight class too, so but but the weight comes off easy. Like fucking once I start eating clean and just get, get those three a days, two a days, the weight just comes off fast. And uh, Bilal, so what are you working on? So I ain't worried about the weight. And uh, Bilal, I what are you working on? Like one ninety. One ninety. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
Very so nice. once this fight's at 170. It's going to be a great fight. I can't wait. Leslie, do you have anything you want to say to these fighters? I'm still curious about Tip a Fighter. I'm trying to figure out what that is. Is that like GoFundMe no, for the no, it's, nope, what? It's nope. real? It, no, it? it's real. It's a company that I started. We we starting to sign a bunch of fighters. I'm actually going to get with both of these guys after after you they know the podcast Ke- is in. They signed Kevin Lee today. Yep, yeah, we signed Kevin Lee. We got Adam Birch, uh, Anthony Burchak. You know, we got about 15 fighters that are that are out there. And because you're that warrior type, and these guys are promising the fight, you know, we're trying to get everybody involved with it. Because the bigger the roster, the better the fights, the so better the MMA. Shows. So it's like an app. Where I could be like, you know what? I fucking love the way this guy fights. Here's fifty bucks. Here's a hundred bucks. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, so the fighters. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. So yeah. That- I'll be hitting you guys up, man, because I'm a fighter myself. I'm a contender for Bellator at 145, and I, I love to put on a show. I love to be exciting. I love to say, hey, I promise to knock out. I promise. I may not promise to win, but I promise to war, kind of guy. And you know, when you put out there your heart and you putting out there your skills and and your technique and you're going for the knockout, the fans truly, truly appreciate that. And I've gotten a lot of feedback from the fans saying hey where can I go to to get my favorite fighter on tip of fighter I want to tip these guys I want to be a part of their career growing up and you know it's easy to be a to be a fighter that loves the fans and it's easy to be loved by the fans when you're a fighter that want to put it all out there man and I'm, I'm excited for you guys this fight you guys sold it well yeah I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't wait for this fight so Thanks, it seems girl. like both of you guys are gonna go not take a step back and just trade punches until someone falls down correct yes sir Wow, that's that's the kind of fight that I want to see. Now, uh, do you guys have aspirations to get to the UFC, or how far do you think you guys are to be the Titan FC champions? Uh, you know, right I mean, now I'm uh, just focusing on Bilal, bro. Just focus on Bilal, yeah. And Bilal? I got aspirations to be the best in the world, so I'm gonna be anybody that's in my way. So nice. He's not even looking at Zay. So, so Bilal, do you train with Askren? Yeah. And, and how do you how do you do wrestling wise against Askren? I do Davidson. He's a great teacher, great coach, and uh, you know we've been banging it out of it. Nice. And nobody nobody puts there with the ego. Everybody just goes in there. Nobody says, yeah, I'm a champion. I'm not gonna do. This. I'm not gonna start this day. I'm not gonna wrestle this day. We all go in there. We just leave it all on the mat. Nice. Now how do you how do you do against against Pettis? I do great against Pettis. Uh, you know, he's the same thing. He's like I'm learning so much from these guys because they're championing me like that. So I'm just learning new techniques from uh, both of them. Nice. I like it, man. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this fight. Yeah. Uh, what are the closing words uh, for this press conference? Zane, you first. It's good luck, bro. Just do whatever you got to do because come September 19th, I don't see you winning this fight at all, bro. Stand up <laughs> on the ground. I'll knock you out. I'll submit you. I, I, I just hope you're ready, though. Good luck. Uh, Bilal? Uh, I plan on putting on the best show that uh, Italians uh, have seen, and I plan on uh, doing the show from the title fights that are on that same night. Nice. All right. So you think you're going to knock Zane out? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, it's a very successful... Connor, anything you want to say to these guys? Well, I'll have to expand my cable package so I might find their fight. (laughs) (laughs) My fights are available exclusively on pay-per-view. Well, they're fighting on Fight Pass. See them? I, now I got to buy something extra to see them? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's only like $11 a month. You can see it. it Listen, if I can't pay for it in gold doubloons, <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. My fights are available to the world. <laughs> All right. Everyone wants to see my fights. Okay. Now, <laughs> Their fights require getting some kind of old television dish. Now, Connor, do you get more pussy than these guys? Right 
ridiculous quantities of pussy. You know, you boys better keep your ladies away from me or be you raising my red-headed children. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's... That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, this is a very successful uh, press conference. Oh, uh, good luck, guys. I look forward to seeing the fight. September 19th. Thank you, guys. Hey, you'll get a call from Thank me, fellas. Good luck. And Thank talk you. is cheap, Thank so we want to see it. All right. <laughs> All right. That was the first Titan FC press Woo, conference. Woo! Shots were fired on that one. That got intense. My ears are sweating. My head's sweating. Yes. That was tough. Yes, uh, I love the way guy. He said, "I'm gonna stand there. I'm yeah. gonna stand there and fight him." I'm yeah. like, "I'm gonna put I my think foot you just in played that. right into his hand." <laughs> I, think, I think you just gave him exactly what he wants. Yeah, now I want to see the fight, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to see him get knocked out. Wait, wait who, who, who are you rooting for, Bilal or uh, no? Who do you or, believe, or Zane? I, you know what? I who do you believe? They both have good camps. The, that Hawaiian, that Russell Doan, Max. I'm afraid Holloway. Zane might be too too hungry. You think, you think Zane might be too angry, too hungry? Shoot, yeah. That's like, that like, Hawaiian I, it, like, style, man. That's that Hawaiian style. I, I believe Zane because, uh, and, and I'm not saying who's going to win. I'm not saying who's going to win. Um, I believe Zane, one, because he's taking a loss and he's hungry for that loss. Two, he's got a lot riding on him as far as his, his, his girl. That's you know, what I think could be the negative. Nah, nah man. When, when you got a family <laughs> depending on your dog, when you, you get hung- that when you hungry. Train. When you're hungry, man, ain't nothing like it. So, you know. But I don't know who's going to win the fight. I'm not saying that I believe him and I don't believe the other guy. I just believe more in Zane really bringing the, the noise that he's talking about. Yeah. Leslie? You know? Well, I, I like Hawaiian accents, so <laughs> <laughs> I was tuning a little bit more to Zane. So I'm, uh, I do I hope, like that Hawaiian accent, too. It's, it relaxes it's tropical, me. You know, I'm yeah. hanging out, and all of a sudden, I'm kicking back. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Pass the point, Mahalo. Well, listen, that, that uh, podcast was brought to you by Chimera Coffee. Uh, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. It's got new tropics. It's delicious. It helps you focus. It combats Alzheimer's. I know you're a fan. I'm a huge fan. I drink it every morning. It's making me smarter already. Really? I really think so. Actually, regular coffee messes me up. It makes me all sweaty and a little bit twitchy feeling. And the Chimera coffee doesn't do that, which is nice. There you go. <laughs> also, great. American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E.com. The best sports and celebrity memorabilia and, and events you could find. And remove a restoration. If your place has been vandalized, if uh, gang members have taken over, if there's graffiti everywhere, go to the pros at remove a restoration, 1-888-424-9697, removerestoration.com, as well as tip a fighter. Yay, okay. yay. We saw, uh, Leslie, you'd be great for tip a fighter, okay? For sure. The, the crowd, that. if they like the way you're fighting, they can throw you money. And uh, I I'll throw you money anyway. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Just yes. for being hot. Like, I know. I, I write it to people say. So we're going to take a, a 30 second break and then come back with the rest of the podcast. You're, Leslie, you're, you're, you're quite a free spirit. Uh, I like that about you. You seem like you're just like, I, I can't tell if you're a fighter or if you're at a coffee shop, you want to be a comedian. You have a very unique quality about you. I want to do it all. I want to do everything. Yes. That's, that's great. I like that. Uh, so this week, Bellator. Oh, 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 uh, oh, oh, oh. Friday night, Melvin Gillard yeah. against Brandon Gertz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin Gillard, I think, is probably one of the most... Uh, Explosive. Explosive, but a guy who has so much potential. Uh, it's almost like he's the Kevin Randleman of our generation <laughs> in, in some ways. He's got the look, too. I mean, I mean maybe Randleman, uh, you know, he knocked out Crow Cop, and Randleman, uh, you know... I, I think it was was he cha- ever the champion, Randleman? Uh, I don't know if he's ever the champion, but but Melvin Gillard has 
so much potential, yeah. but just some reason can't seem to put it together. Uh, who do you like in this fight? I like Melvin in this fight. Um, who is you know. Brandon Gertz? Uh, he's a good knockout artist, man. He's got a lot of power. He's got some good stand-up. Uh, I've only seen him fight. I've, I've seen him fight in person. I was at the Bellator fights the last time he fought. And he he did very well and knocked the guy Are you going out. to this fight? You going to Pachanga? I'll be there. Nice. I'll be there like I, like I always am. If it's, if it's close, I'm going. You know, yeah, because, yeah. You know, they have some exciting fights. I love being there in person, watching the guys, you know, my fellow peers get after it. You know, me, so. me and Melvin actually. And I'm cornering guys. I, I wrote a joke about Melvin. I said, uh, I said Tim Boach is so white, Gallard tried to snort him. And, <laughs> and then somebody then Sorry. tagged <laughs> Melvin Gallard in it. And he's like, what the fuck? And I go, Melvin, I'm a big fan. He goes, what kind of fan are you? And then, like, <laughs> and then, and then I go, I go, hey, watch the video. You could see that. Like, I, And then he's like, oh, cool. And then, and then we started talking. And he's like, I'd love to be on your podcast. He was super nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like a very misunderstood guy. But a guy that's been to so many gyms. I mean, he was over at American Top Team, right? Or Black To me, Zillion. you got to find you got to find your niche, man. I mean, everything sounds like a good idea until you get there. Everyone's like, oh, well, once you go to the Black Zillions, okay, sounds good. Once you're there, if you don't vibe with their vibe, then you become, you know, the the John Martin, you know, the guy who just feels bullied all the time or doesn't feel that they. Who's fit John in. Martin? From He's a football player. Yeah, yeah. The football uh, player that you know quit because. But it's you got to find your right niche. Sometimes you need a small gym where it's like you and maybe three or four other guys, a really good teacher where you know you can you're almost being tutored. You know, when you're in a class environment, you, you know, the teacher doesn't know who's cheating on the test. But when there's it's a tutoring session, you know who's the dumbest kid in the class, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Who so. are some of the girls that you're uh, that you're training with? Um, the, Dumbest kid in the class. <laughs> My um, teachers didn't play. They didn't, hey, sit down. You're the dumbest kid in the class. Wear you this hat. Do. Don't take it off. Right. Hold your ears. Um, the, the chicks that I'm training with, I, I'm spending a bunch of time working with uh, Carrie. So I've been working on my stand-up a whole bunch. Um, and she's awesome. Um, really fast, really quick. Any girls in the UFC that I know of that you train with? Um, at this very second, no, I haven't gone out to train with Misha in a little while, but that's probably that, that's the main place that I like to go to if I'm not in my Bay Area working. Tour. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I, I was so funny when I, uh, like, I, I've been to Misha's house before. Uh, with Heather, I'm friends with Heather, and it's probably Misha's house. And I made so many jokes about Brian Caraway that I'm like, I hope I'm not walking into a trap here. You yeah, know, like, right, right. Come right in here, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just sitting there waiting for you. Hey, man. And there's like eight dudes that yeah. roasted before. I'm like, oh shit, like it's go time. Uh, but I hung out with Caraway. He came to my show, and I had such a good time hanging out with Brian. Brian's a good dude. He's actually he gets a bad rap because he's on the wrong side of a couple issues like marijuana and other things. But he happens to be a fun, nice, humble guy, you know? Uh, and also, I think just so many people want to fuck his girlfriend. That that doesn't help either. Yeah. Uh, Popularity-wise, no, it doesn't usually help. But he is a super nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh-huh. I like Amisha. Amisha, at the same time, she doesn't like me. But I, but Brian, I like. And I like Heather. I like that whole team. So uh, they're fighting Saad Adwad. You know him? Yeah. He's fighting uh, Pitbull, Patricia. Uh, I think it's going to be a good fight. Really? I think it's going to be a really good fight. Uh, I, I'm i going for side why? Because I don't really know Pitbull. And his brother's in my weight, and he treated me like a fan one time, and I didn't appreciate that too well. So I'm biased, and I'm going to go for side wide. Even though his one of his best friends is the guy that I lost to, um, Georgie Carter right. back in January. So, so funny. So I hung out last night. I was in San Diego, mm-hmm. and I was hanging out with Shane Crushton, who's a Marine, Purple Heart, and a World Series of Fighting. Real nice guy. I used to have a 
Terrible coke problem. Lost a hundred. Who did it? He had PTSD. <laughs> lost a hundred pounds. Now he's a fighter. He just he just took fourth in the Gracie Nationals in the brown belt. So he kept calling out Georgie, right? Mm-hmm. And Georgie didn't want to fight him. He's a guy's not, you know, he's he's not he's not ranked. What's in it for Georgie? So I'm on Periscope. Like, What's Periscope? So we, we're on Periscope, and I'm like I'm like yeah, this is my buddy. He actually called out Georgie. He's like that's true. I wanted to fight Georgie. All of a sudden, Georgie's like fuck you, motherfucker. I'll kill you. He jumps on the Periscope. <laughs> My friend's like, oh shit! I didn't realize Georgie was there. Yeah. He's like, Georgie, man, uh, you know we're friends. Like they're they're friends, but it was like yeah. it was like thirty five people on my Periscope. The and guy, one that of them was Georgie. <laughs> yeah, one of them was Georgie. I love Georgie. He's great. That's funny. <laughs> Remember when Marina wanted to bang him? Uh, we don't know if that's. I don't think Marina wanted to bang him. They were they were at the sa- they were in the same gym. Okay, she came in here looking like a completely different person one day and one day only, right. and that was the day Georgie came. Uh, look, I, I, I Marina's got a boyfriend. Now, yeah, uh, and we don't know if Marina wanted to bang Georgie. I don't think that's the allegedly. Truth. By the way, Marina, somebody on Periscope yesterday, Marina's like, I'm, I'm on Periscope, yeah, so I got I, on there, and I, I never so I look at it and say, She goes, Fuck, kill, marry. Adam, Bubba, and Greg. Greg, right? <laughs> they killed his ass. I'm they killed. killed. I'm Marina kill. said she would marry you, fuck me, <laughs> kill and Greg. kill you. <laughs> my, whole, my whole Twitter exploded. Marina wants to fuck you. Marina <laughs> Marina I can't said, believe she would pick fuck you and marry him. Well, she uh, said that yeah. he's the most responsible because he has kids and stuff, and he's That's like right. together. That's right. <laughs> and I and I take I take the titty titty milk straight from the spigot. That's that's a, <laughs> hey, that's a big plus with ladies these days. But so it was, straight that was from so spigot. funny. I, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I could have told you I was killed. Oh, <laughs> you were dead right away. Right away. That was the easiest part of the equation. Dude, it was so funny. I couldn't believe I, I was laughing my ass off. I was like, I can't believe she actually answered it. She's so funny. Oh, I can. Oh, That's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you how that was going to go. So, Although my, I would have switched you guys. I thought it would be marry you. And, and and fuck you, because yeah. you're black. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know. So Misha yeah. Tate. That's right. That's absolutely right. You know what? Before he answered that question, I thought that was the same thing. Right, you thought it was going to go that way, too. Yeah. Right, right. But like she said, I'm the responsible guy. She knows you're married, too, also. Probably doesn't want to piss kids. off your wife. Yeah, well. You know, yeah. your it wife was, seems it was. Like, it was a game. It was. It was a game. Yeah. I can't. It was just funny though. I just. I, I was laughing the, the whole afternoon, thinking <laughs> <laughs> immediately kill Greg. <laughs> and now let me think about it. It wasn't even like the question wasn't even over yet. Yeah. Was like if you had to marry, kill, kill, Greg, kill, kill, kill. In fact, you weren't even in the game. It was. Just, it, was it was. It was me, him, and Ellenberger. But somehow you died. Uh, <laughs> kill Greg. Kill Greg. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. So, do you ever get nervous going to be fighters after making all these great? Jokes that was going to be my question. Like, do you ever like see someone that you probably made a, a skeptical joke about, where you're just like, man, if he heard that joke, he'd probably be pissed. I hope he didn't hear it. Oh shit, he heard it. <laughs> you know, uh, you're like, have I ever? Um, not well, not re- a couple times. I was I get more nervous like with Brittany Palmer. Like I talked about her because I because people I knew she got really got upset and I started the award show. I was like fuck, okay. And I don't want to get slapped by a girl. <laughs> that'd, be, yeah. that'd be really bad. You you know, if Conor McGregor what? punched right. me in the face, it'd be the best thing to happen. You in my almost career. would rather get knocked out by a fighter than slapped by a chick because you yeah. can at least you could like, or get punched by a fighter you could punch back. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as no, I don't really get nervous. I, I mean, Brendan Schaub, when we, when we used to be in the same office, they were like... Schaub? Uh, yeah, sh- sh- they Brandon were like, Schaub? Brandon, Brandon Schaub. They were like, go the other way, They're telling me like that he wanted to knock me out or something. But 
No, I mean, I don't. I get more nervous that a fan is gonna fucking try to put it on YouTube or something. Like, I'm not gonna MMA roasted or take a cheap shot at me at an event or something. That to me is more of like a, you know, because you get these obsessed fans. Yeah. You know, like a, a couple fighters have blocked me on Twitter. Very few, uh, but f- but f- more people that block me. People that give me the most parts are people that have their podcasts. That are people that are writers, people that are like. I think a lot of a lot you know, of people out there just take themselves too seriously. If you, they know you're a comedian, right? Yeah. They know this for a fact, and then you're telling jokes. You know, they have to understand that that's your job. Like that's something that you do as like you know as a fun thing. Never does a comedian really want to change the world with his jokes in a sense. You know what I mean? They, well, that, that's that, not true. We always the, want to change. Well, there's, the whole, there's a whole that's really but, what we're but, trying but to do. But there's a whole feminist. Not even feminist. It's not real feminism. It's like extreme feminism. Like their job is to get offended every day about something, and then the comedian makes a joke, and they go, "Ah." "You you use the wrong word. It's not feminist. It's lesbians." (laughs) (laughs) But but they're like they're trying to like kill comedy because they're saying they're saying topics are off limit, as opposed to victims are off limit. Topics you can't make a joke about this or that or that, and that's part of your right. It's just like you're like that's why I'm doing it is to is that I is to make people laugh, and the more taboos. But I can understand if you if we're making jokes about someone that just lost a fight, you know what I mean. That's I can understand we're in the, the moment. only time I've, I've had guys get mad at me were, yeah. were when like a guy got knocked out and I made a joke about them, and then I learned quickly like if someone gets knocked out, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. You know, don't fucking fuck with them that well, way. It, ha- like, it, it happens to everybody. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those things that I mean, you can't really say it happens to everybody, but it's one of those taboos. Like. Hey man, I was putting my you know my future on the line. I was trying to make a living for myself or something like that, and I got caught. That's not funny to anybody. <laughs> you know, so you get, well, you I can see like for, initially in, like, the, in the in the right afterwards, like the week of, which of course is when we have to make the jokes. Yeah, I can imagine it's very sensitive, and I can imagine them getting very angry in the moment. But I could also see that waning over time yeah. when they get away from it. Like, all right, listen, it happened. Their job. I, is I was to making make jokes. war machine jokes. I wasn't making Christy Mac jokes. I was making war machine jokes yeah. about him, and people were getting offended, going, "Oh," but like. The the the, jo- the victim of the joke was War Machine. I was making fun of him, but just because of the whole situation, people were saying, "Don't you can't make jokes about." It. It's like that to me is like, no, you can't censor comedy. Once you start censoring comedy, then you then then the, there's nothing fun. left. Yeah. I thought I thought that all you had to do anytime that somebody got offended is say too soon. Yeah. yeah, and then it was okay. You, you can. You would think that. <laughs> you would think that. Too soon. That's a good one. <laughs> but the problem is that people that they do now is like these like social justice warriors. They go after your job. Like when I was at Fox Sports, they would at Fox Sports. They would they they start telling on you. Yeah, and then snitching, snitching, and snitching. then Tons to me, which is the biggest bullshit. Fucking Snitch. we're all Stop. rats. We're all Stop rats and snitching. haters. That's all that's left in this country. It's rats just, and haters. It's just terrible. Well, mm-hmm. but doesn't that kind of help you a little bit when they're making a big like it's noise? It's like attention. They are, like, not to attention a corporate parent company who wants to know bad press. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, they take it too seriously. Well, we got these tweets. <laughs> well, that's just horrible. We can't get these tweets. <laughs> it's uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> We're TGI Friday now. Now you and your husband, you and your boyfriend, right? So uh, mm, he dropped that, that, so, that so, bomb. He's a he's a he's a black belt. No, he's a purple, purple belt. belt. He's a purple belt. What are you? Uh-huh. I'm a blue belt. Now, do you guys like when you guys are having sex, you choke each other out and stuff, or no? What? <laughs> what the? No, no. I'm just saying. Like, I was thinking, like, if you're a grappler and he's a grappler, do you guys do kind of weird? Is it? Like, yeah. Is it aggressive? Is it like a like a? 
tonight. Like pinning each other. We're going to set or? the clock. Um, <laughs> let me see. What are the best words to describe what it's like for me to have sex with my boyfriend to use right now? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Hold on. Let me go word. through my whole like memory bank. And, you know, actually, do you have a pen and paper so I can make a rough draft first <laughs> and I can then edit it? Because I really want to make sure that whatever I say right now. Uh, well, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I, I, I would wonder, like. Boy, those new tropics are working. <laughs> I want to make a diagram. I want to get out ahead no, of them. The, the outline is good. Such a politician. No, but like when I was wrestling back this in my like day, limitless. like my college wrestling days for that that month. Um, <laughs> and if I was with another chick who wrestled, I would assume there'd be a lot of rolling around and like extreme well, sex. There's like physicality, you know, like flexibility and strength are oh, useful, wow. and you can mm. definitely apply them in almost any arena. <laughs> are there safe words? <laughs> oh, anytime in sex, a triangle definitely works. Now, if you submit him during sex, he's like, you know, you're not getting a new belt. You're getting a <laughs> you get your purple. If you like, do you take, does he lose a belt? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta keep things a little bit separate because if I start mixing up like training with like being excited and turned on, then all of a sudden, then what if I'm training and like I'm getting excited and turned on on the mat? Like right now, my policy is if I start like getting a little bit giggly and excited with a dude I can't roll with him for three months really <laughs> that's my policy that's, that's how happened? she rolls I there's a, <laughs> there's a rotating list of guys that I cannot wow. roll with really <laughs> nice. okay come on have you seen fighters like, yeah they're, they're built yeah. I mean and and you're rolling well, around your boyfriend gets mad about that or no uh, no. He knows the rules. Do you ever have he to rolls. take a boner time really? out? I mean, well, there's times when I have to think. <laughs> thing he thinks about wrestling, there's, he thinks that in wrestling there's, there's boner a boner time out, apparently. And I'm a wrestler, and I've never heard of this thing called a boner I've heard time this out. from other wrestlers. Okay, tell me at the all high school it. level, they, they, they'll take a time out if a guy gets a boner. There's, there's a never, boner time out. There's no boner time out. I think you guys are lying because you've taken a <laughs> boner time out. That's what I think. <laughs> I I've think you guys <laughs> taking a few boner time. You're like, it's only because of the boner. I've taken that at like nightclubs. dancing with a chick and I get a boner. Right? I take a boner that time. I got to sit down for a second. You know, don't I you love that moment oh. where you're like, is she trying to get me hard? Should I go and get hard? She wants me to get hard. Clearly she wants me to get hard. And then you get hard. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, you didn't want me to get hard? Oh my you rub God. your ass on my dick. I'm going to get hard. Oh, dude, when I was like, when I, I used to work at the culture club in New York. Oh, yeah. And, and my job was to give lap dances to girls. Like I was in this play. Where like it was an interactive play, mm -hmm. and and I would give girls. It was like it was like Tony and Keena's wedding, where you don't know who was in the play, who wasn't. It was called Birdie's Bachelorette Party, and I would give girls lap dances for money, and at the end I would sell them shots. And I would make like twelve hundred bucks a night. I was, was fucking raking in money, <laughs> and but I remember like I, I was on Celexa for a while. Yeah. Which, one of the things that prolongs ejaculation, this antidepressant you take. So I went off it, and then it was like the next <laughs> four chicks I banged. It was like. Oh, well, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, that I, used be, I used to be on antidepressants, and uh, they did not want to hear it. I one girl's like, when was the last time you got laid? I'm like, uh, uh, like it, was, it was bad. It what was time really... did you get here? <laughs> 30 minutes before that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. So, yeah, that was, that, was, that was rough. But I'm saying, when I used to dance with chicks at clubs, yeah. I would have to take boner times out, because I was like, I was afraid. And I, you were already used to it from wrestling. I was wrestling. afraid I was going to so bust. you do. <laughs> <laughs> boner time out. Walk around. 
around, walk no, around think, three but times, if, but if right? My girl, but if my girl was in jujitsu, right, and we were dating five years, and you were getting tingly with men, I'd be like, uh, well, it's not like I go home and he's like, babe, how's training? And I'm like, well, I got tingly with this guy and this guy. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's like a, I mean, it's just training. Like, I just, I'll, I'll be honest too. I don't get excited about seeing him rolling with other chicks. Like, yeah. you know, I kind of got a whatever stifle. It's just kind of a natural thing. Hey, he's my me and you, dude. me and you. That just rolled with my boyfriend. We're next. Me and you are going. <laughs> Yeah. You guys have like swinging partners. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I mean, now, do you ever roll with girls and get and get a, a Woody or no? I've never actually wrestled a girl in the match. Yeah, but I always tell myself, and I tell others this. Oh man, because in high school, it was like a big thing that people that uh, other guys would roll wrestle with girls, and. I never got to wrestle a girl, but I always told myself I would beat the hell out of a girl just because if that girl, especially me in high school, is like if she got in on my leg, that's a win-win for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I would be more crucial to beating up a girl in the wrestling match than I would be with any guy because they do anything to me. It's a win for them. You know, hey, remember when that girl almost took you down? It's like, uh, I don't care about the coaching. <laughs> I, I've, had, I've had kids wrestle girls. I, I coach a wrestling team for little middle school kids. Mm-hmm. And the problem with wrestling girls, which, you know, obviously I'm always like, doesn't matter, guy, girl, dog in front of you, you you, you go out and win, you yeah, know? But the problem is, is that the kid goes out there, he's in middle school, he wrestles a girl, and the audience right away L- on gets the girl side. The girl. On the girl side and every time. And then if he loses, they act like it was an after school special from yeah. like 1987. Oh, yeah. And it, it's it's hard for the guy. And I'm I, look, it is what it is. You got to deal with it. Here, here's but I how wish they would it. just, please. Just change the world. All you got to do <laughs> is change everybody in the crowd so they don't already have this idea that the guy's, you know, bigger, stronger, getting more attention from the coaches, and that <laughs> everyone's equal. All you got to do is just convince just, all these sexist know. assholes out there that it's really no thing, and, and it it's is. good to go. And, you can do and, that. Like, and like the people think that like they're doing a, a favor by cheering for the girl. Like yeah. it's, They're making it just cheer like you would anybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, no, I was talking about the other day, though. Like, Obviously, like I, I consider myself a feminist in many ways because <laughs> if you're a feminist, it means equal rights. And who, who, I'm not. Who's not for equal rights? Who right. gives a fuck? Right. Right. People do right. the same job, same pay. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But then I let women some, buy me then, shit all the some time. Some of these like extreme <laughs> feminists, they don't want girls to get made fun of. Like, no, no, no. If it's equal rights... That's special attention now, yeah. If it's equal rights, you're equally getting fucked with. Yeah, I agree with that. 100%. Absolutely. You can't say I want equal rights, but I'm immune from from jokes. Yeah. As a comic, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, for example, that like they go, you can't punch down. You can't make fun of women, black people, gay people, transgenders, handicapped. First of all, why are they down? Who assigned them down? Yeah. Uh, You're assigning them down. Okay, right. Th- they're equal in my fucking thing. And if you want equal rights, everybody, everybody gets, gets it. Everybody. Gets it. everybody <laughs> I got a comedy it. gun, and everyone's getting shot. You agree, Leslie Smith? <laughs> Man, um, um, some of those feminists are not really feminists because they're not actually going for equality. They're just using that phrase. Um, they're just they're. They're just giving us a bad name. Like, right, they're just being bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's going to go they're over well. Feminists. They're, good to, you know, they're making the world a better place, changing things. They're like fighting and you know, cheering for guys and girls equally in their wrestling matches. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind punching quite a few of them in the face. Uh, I really like to be like solidarity with other females and that kind of thing. But man, there's some of them who just say some stupid stuff. But there's people who say stupid stuff All in every single group. I remember the feminists came after me for making Ronda Rousey jokes, right? They're like, 
Because I was making jokes like when that, when Ronda tried to go to the ground, so do my pants. It was just fucking jokes. They're you jokes. Know, like, yeah. you know, it's going to be the first time the referee applies Vaseline to himself or, or something like that, right? <laughs> and, and everyone's like, you're so sexist, blah, blah, blah. And then Ronda Rousey tweets me, these are the funniest jokes I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm like, well, why not let the person you're making fun of get upset? It's yeah. like they, everyone wants to get upset for someone else. Yeah. They, like, why, but the person I'm making fun of is, is fucking laughing. Well, and everyone's so judgy. But right now we're in a pickle. Right now we're in a pickle, though, because me, I, I'm gonna, I got I to gotta be honest. So there's a rumor that Ronda's dating Travis Brown. That's nice. that's a, a rumor, all right? That's all over the internet. It was on Yahoo. People are texting me. Now, Travis Brown was accused by his ex-girlfriend domestic of domestic violence, but he wasn't charged, mm-hmm. and I think he's on temporary suspension until, until the, the UFC... He, he wasn't, but he wasn't charged with anything. Right. He was accused, which is that's a that's a very gray. You can't. So people are like, I don't want to make any Travis Brown books because if he was charged with something, I would say okay. But when you're accused of something by your ex and you're not charged, it's it's a weird. And you don't want to cross the line of defamation. You don't want to. It's say, a weird vibe yeah, for me. Yeah. And then allegedly and then, he. And uh, then making those Ron- jokes don't go over. And well. now and now people are mad at Ronda because they're like, oh Ronda, you you saying shit about Floyd Mayweather, but you're dating Travis Brown. It has not been confirmed she's dating Travis Brown. It was uh. It was there was a picture of them together. Yeah. So there was a picture. I mean, I it, that's all that I, people know. It's a picture. So, but I had to make a joke. I'm a comedian. Yeah. So I said, look, I'm not saying it's not true, but she has a uh, brown pride tattooed <laughs> on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to, trying to write a fuck a neutral joke. But I'm in a weird. I, I mean, Marina's not here, so we can't. We can't I, I'm sure she would say dodgeball anyway. Yeah. So, thanks to Bubba's <laughs> hey, fucking new thing. Hey, it's the best thing invented Bubba for has the show. Thing. So we were asking Bubba. You probably would have said it. You probably would have used dodgeball. Maybe I would say four questions. So the word was when Bubba went to ASU. You know, he was the, the big guy in town. He went to ASU. He banged all the white girls. Like, he, he just, it, that was the word on the street, right? All of them. He actually created their problem with Mexicans. He created so many brown babies, they think they're Mexicans. They're just his kids. It's, it's all, so, so Bubba was talking about it. Now, Bubba's beautiful wife outside got upset. She thought no, he, she, thought she, he didn't, was, she didn't get upset. She just she was questioning how free I was with my answers. You know, she was like, you know, people now know that I'm married to you, and now you know. And I was like, all right, just give me a hug. And she wouldn't give me a hug. So uh. I wouldn't say it's upset because when she's upset, it's a whole new world. <laughs> so that was just perturbed in, in a sense. So I was like, listen, listen, Adam, if I can't get a hug from my wife. If, if I can't get calls from sponsors or if my mom texts me or calls me and asks me about the show, anytime the question like that comes up, I'm going to say dodgeball. And people loved it. You know, I said dodgeball, dodgeball, dodgeball. Yeah. That question earlier when he asked, so, you know, when you're having sex with your, your boyfriend, do you tap him out? Perfect answer? Yeah. Dodgeball. Yeah, but now Marina Shafir, who's she our took normal it. co-host, she loves it. Now every other word is dodgeball. So people are texting me. Enough of this dodgeball shit. At least you're, there's a word now. Before she would just say nothing. Well, now <laughs> just, people are saying that you're now gonna only gonna have one dodgeball per show. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to limit. You gotta limit her dodgeballs. Yeah. Because, <laughs> but I haven't listen. I haven't said dodgeball in the last three shows. Yeah, no, you've been good. Yeah, because Marina's been taking them for you. So. <laughs> yeah, it's good to watch out for stuff like that. The one thing that. That my dad has ever commented on social media wise that he didn't like is I put up a picture with two middle fingers mm-hmm. and he commented directly underneath saying I don't think that that pose is a nice one to be sharing with the public mm-hmm. oh wow mm-hmm. now, why because your nails weren't painted <laughs> now, now, now where did you grow up 
In South Pasadena. Okay, so it's your That's local. lovely. Yeah, yeah. I grew up down here. Um, my dad now lives in La Mesa. He's down in San Diego. And your mom, where does she live? She's up in Lake Tahoe. So they're divorced. Yes. And then, and now, when did you start training? I started training when I lived in Colorado Springs in like 2008. Oh, you just started training, really, kind of. Yeah, I jumped into everything at once. We used to. Um, it, they were two hour practices, four nights a week, and we'd spend the first hour standing up sparring and then the second hour just on the ground going for it. What were you doing before that? Did you play sports in high school or college? Or? I played water polo in high school. I played a lot of sports in high school. Yo, straight up, ball. water polo is, is hard. Yeah, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. Oh my God! I mean, yeah. And not just from a black, not, not just from I know you look at it, not just from a black guy who, who has There's difficulty. all this water. You gotta get in that water. You gotta swim. That shit is hard, man. And, and you can't even touch the but, bottom. But no, we, none of it. You can't for, touch the bottom for training. Not for training crap, but for preseason when I was at Arizona State, we uh, played water polo against the water polo girls, and it's like think about wrestling. But upper body wrestling while trying to swim in the pool with like muscled, strong girls who've been swimming all your life. You're so many of our guys were getting drowned. Like they would just pull you under, drown you, grab the ball, and be off. And I'm over there trying to survive. You know, black ant. I'm trying to survive, man. And they're literally (laughs) like locking my legs up. You know, playing this game. Like they would dunk me under the water with their legs. I I come back up and they're just elbow me down I mean it was bad and it ain't it ain't just oh we'll swim the fastest swimmer gets the ball and you can yeah. throw it they can they can beat you up in the water without yeah. anyone knowing and 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 it's bad you know oh, you, yeah. your life's in danger half the time oh yeah that, the <laughs> first noses that I ever broke was in water polo and crazy. you know tearing suits off of other people you're like holding oh. on so and, you're uh, in Colorado are you working at the time uh yeah um I was working in a whole bunch of bars and restaurants and partying it up and then I decided like Coke. Weed. I was partying it up. <laughs> I always missed the window. I, <laughs> now she's all training. I, um, I, uh, I would have liked her when she was training for Applebee's. That's what I. I like. did work at Applebee's for Boom. a month. You missed your One window. Oh, okay. Right, you're like enough of these bicycles on the wall. I'm leaving. <laughs> so, okay, so you were doing you were doing coke. You were partying weed. Mostly acid. Mostly acid. Wow, <laughs> crazy. This is like a. You, you were a hippie chick. No, you move somewhere, Manitou Springs, and you go and you yeah. experience a different lifestyle. So I was experiencing a different lifestyle, and then I decided that I wanted to get healthier. So I um, started working in a nursery, watering plants, and hiking a whole lot. And then I wanted. So to- yes, weed was involved. <laughs> so yes, you smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to get healthier, and so I started. I looked for a pool, and that's how I ended up at a gym that had an MMA team. Is I asked if uh, if I could be a janitor or work at the front desk so that I could use the pool for free. And they said, why don't you be a personal trainer? And that I was a horrible personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> People would come in and they'd be like, look, I want to get in shape. But I eat, you know, all this fried stuff all the time, and I smoke cigarettes, and I drink soda, and I'll never give up my uh, Coca Cola, and so give me abs like that. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you even talking about? Like, is there a camera? Are you being funny? <laughs> um, and so, and then I watched a, a fight team. So I was already on a mission to get healthier, and then, and then it turned out that there's an MMA team in my backyard. So. You go into there and you have no fighting experience. Mm-mm. You have no ground game. You never thrown a punch before. Mm, I mean, <laughs> a couple fights. A couple of there. those drunken nights. <laughs> and now, eight years later, you're one of the top ten girls in the world. 
it's it's a pretty exciting thing. It's definitely um, people are always like, I can't believe you know that you do this fighting thing and like it takes really special breed to be a fighter. And I'm like, I think anybody could do it if they just trained hard enough. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the part. That, but that's amazing, though. That that's last am- part is what's yeah, hard enough. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Greg Wilson uh, a couple weeks ago, and we were like, you know, you think he can do it? And we're like, mm, no. <laughs> well, no, we, oh, there was another girl, Lauren Murphy, we had. Uh, uh-huh. who, uh, didn't have the same story as you. Two but, years but, she's on the train. And, like, yeah. within, like... Two years she was ranked, but she never did a sport. Before. She didn't do water polo like that. Helped she you. Was t- and she was. She training. just hopped off the couch and was like, you know what? She I'm was smoking a, crack. People up. She actually uh-huh. went from crack and heroin to to being one of the yeah. best in the world. Yeah, that's a whole other level. I mean, she <laughs> that's was a like, whole another level. It's like, amazing though. It was like heroin. Whoa, easy. <laughs> now, now, what win are you the most proud of? What win am I the most proud of? Uh, man, they're all. There's not one that's highlighted that's in my head. Like when someone's like, "Tell me a story about being a fighter." Like, but the, the Jessamine Duke one. You, I mean, you. I mean, you came in there and they were touting Jessamine Duke as like one of the four horsewomen, Ronda Rousey's entourage, all eyes on her, Ultimate Fighter model. You came in and just murdered that chick. I mean, you blitzed her. That must have been a pretty good feeling, no? It was a really nice feeling to get a stoppage win in the UFC. And it was a really big deal because the first fight that I'd had in the UFC, I had not won. So I hadn't I hadn't had that feeling yet. And for months, ever since the day that, that I had gotten to fight, people were like, oh, you're in the UFC, congratulations. And I was like, uh, you know, I'd love to be happy about that. But like, <laughs> dude, I, I just lost a fight. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not jumping for joy over here. Like... I'll be I'll be stoked about it after I get a win. So getting that win made it so that I was able to be really happy, not just about winning, but about like the way everything. you won was awesome. I mean, you look like a world beater that night. Then you went up against against I, and it was a close fight. The first, I mean, the first fight you were taking some punches. Mm. She looks sharp, but mm-hmm. your fights are always wars. It's not <laughs> like there's no real way of fighting you, and, and like you're. Even the winners come out like looking like like they lost. Losers. So uh, <laughs> now, now we had we had Jessica. I she said that you were still talking shit a little bit. She was said that that like about a rematch. You wanted a rematch, and that she. Oh yeah. Okay. So she walks up to me when we're in L.A. at UFC 184. How long was this? At UFC 184. So this was uh, I don't, I don't know how long ago that was. Okay. Uh, but it was it was after we had fought. Um, and she was like, being really nice. She's like, hey, I just wanted to say. You know, congratulations on the stuff that you're you're doing right now. You know, you're girls are tricky like that, though. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly, super tricky. Okay, so look, here's the power <laughs> dynamic involved in that is because by being able to go over there and say that and be nice, she's like, so we are settled and uh, you know we have our roles with each other. Like you know, we're we're not trying to figure anything out. Like I am here and you are here. And I was like, oh well, you know, thanks a lot for for saying. You're happy for me at, at where I'm at right now. It's so big of you. But I was trying to be nicer. I was really trying to be nice. I was like bleeding on the inside of my mouth by the time that I was done. And I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I think that in the in the whole scheme of things, it probably actually worked out way more to my advantage to have the fight go the way that it did because there's going to be way more eyes when we get to fight again. And I, you know, do what I want to do. And she's all, oh. <laughs> I was hoping we didn't get to that. <laughs> like, I thought you were just going to uh, accept, it. you know, like, yeah. you know, let me be like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And I'm like, oh, that's, 
thank you. But, but no, I'm all, yeah. I'm but you you want to get again. that right again. Yeah. Yeah. But now, when she fought Misha, I was, I was really, I was, Misha looked like a different girl that fight. Uh, in fact, I was actually like wondering how that Misha would have done against Ronda. You know, it would have been maybe, it would I, I mean, Ronda looks like unbeatable right now, but nobody's unbeatable. Uh, I know, have you talked to Misha since she got her shot taken away and given to Holly? <clears throat> Just a little bit of texting, but uh, man, I, I don't know why they gave it to I mean, I do know why they, I have my idea why they gave it to Holly, but I think it's so silly. I want to be fighting Holly. I've asked to fight Holly like three different times already. And what did Sean say? And he's always like, oh, she's already got something scheduled. She's got someone else. There's something else going on. Um, but she's not, She's has, has she even fought anyone in the top 10? Definitely nobody in the top five. I don't think she's ever fought anybody in the top 10. So I'm like, dude, I have fought way more higher ranked opponents than she has. Like, come on. Just because I didn't sauce up my record by... You know, by having some uh, mm. opponents where I was going to be able to look good, like I was at I was at her last fight. She looked pretty good against Jessica Andrade. I think she yeah. did. Yeah, uh, she looked good, but you know, she's also a fighter who, who, who even when she wins, doesn't look good. Like you know, like she just is a point fighter, and I think that I think that's a, that's probably the best way to beat Ronda is to point is to point fighter, mm-hmm. but. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be hard. I'll tell you what fight. I'm thinking. I, I never put money on, on fights. I never do it because I'm like I was gonna f- bet on my friend, and that, that doesn't necessarily. <laughs> That's win bad. Your money. That's yeah. Bad. And then yeah. and then if I like the you guy, play with gonna, your heart. If you play with your heart, you're gonna lose money, man. Every never. Time. Yeah. Every time. Uh, unless your fight. Unless your friend's really good, then you know. Unless your yeah. friend is Ronda Rousey. But Paige Van <laughs> Paige Van Zant is fighting uh, the Astro Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Alex Chambers. Alex Chambers. And she's a like a t- ten to one. You put fifty bucks on Alex Chambers and she wins. It's a four fifty payout. Yeah. So what's that? Nine to one. Yeah. Oh man, I, I might have to put. Some- yeah, I'm. I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> Let me scrounge up my fifty bucks. Because <laughs> I feel like Paige Van Zandt. I feel like they're kind of like she's a beautiful girl, and they're like that. Felice Herrick fight was a little weird. Felice could have won in the first if she just put it together. I, I don't know. That's a pretty good money. I might. I might. Put, I have to put it on Astro Girl. She's an astrophysicist or something, and like she's a pretty hot chick, but she's twelve years older. That's the only thing. But <laughs> Wait, you're twelve years older than you would date? No, no, the page back. <laughs> <laughs> you know so, so she's seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you saying? It's different for women. Like the VO max, VO two max. I a number that I don't completely understand. Something about the cardiovascular output that a human being is physically capable of that men start to decline at an age, I believe it's 32, and that women don't actually decline until the age of 40. I don't have any facts to back this up, and it might have been just someone it trying to make good. me feel better. <laughs> mine oh, mine declined like, at 17 yeah. when I started <laughs> smoking weed. That's when mine declined. Mine declined early, man. Who's <laughs> declined at four? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, Bubba, how, how old are you, Bubba? As soon as she said 32, I'm like, okay, I got five years. I'm, I'm 27. 27. So, so I'm like, and I'm early 27. I got, I got a couple and months. Early 28. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I, I like that. I, I only want to be fighting for another... Five years anyway, at the most. Really? So, yeah, man. I'm like, listen, 
You see this face over here, dog. You see this <laughs> smile, okay? You look, check, check this smile out. And this is my good side. You know what I'm saying? I, I got, I got attributes, man. I went to college. I graduated. You know, I know how to talk a little bit. That's that's why you got me here. And you know, for real, I don't want to be doing this all my life. You know, there's something that I'm doing. One to feed my family. Two because I'm good at it. Um, you know, I, I, oh. I really, I really oh. love being a part of it. So, so you know, but in the long run, I definitely want to be doing something other than fighting. Uh, by the way, Bubba's baby, while he was talking, <laughs> walked in here. His wife grabbed the baby. The baby hit his head against the glass door and is now crying outside. He'd be all right. And, He'll and, be all right. Yeah, baby. And, and Bubba, was like, like, was, Bubba was like, I'm a really good father. <laughs> As the baby walks into a screen door. I was like in Vegas where they're like, are you comics on all the time? And you're like, no, and I'm dancing on a pole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, why don't we explain the thing, right? So we go out to Vegas. After that show, there's like 20 hot chicks. And then uh, the girls like, are comics on all the time? I, I look over at Greg. He's on a pole, fucking like like a like a stripper, <laughs> a stripper pole. I'm on a stripper like, pole. Uh, sir. Yeah, totally. I'm like, yeah, they actually are yeah. on all the time. <laughs> he was like, yeah. no, why would you say that? So you so so you love so you you love fighting or you yeah. love when you're doing it, but you're like five more years and then what? Movies, books, it's all good. Man. You know. Another podcast show with you. Oh, you nice! Know, you know some reality TV that now, we're going to mix up together. You know, now, I got plans, man. You know, my my I don't put my ceiling ever on. You know, I, the the limit is always out there because you know I feel like I'm I'm a person that can do a lot of different things other than just use my physical attributes that God gave me. I I, I can use the things between my ears to eventually help my second career, third career, wherever that may be. And Leslie, how old are you? I'm 33. You're 33. Which is why he might have been buttering me up with that 40-year-old stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, so how do you, okay, yeah. yours is nothing to climb for now, another now, Are you serious? Yeah. Like, you want to do stand-up comedy? I, I totally want to. I It kind of scares me, which is exciting. So that I actually teach stand-up. Yes. Do you really? Yeah. I could help you shape it into an act. Oh, man, that would be awesome. You I do. actually came down here to audition. That's why that was, like, the start of the trip. Uh, for, I I don't know, some movies, some, some oh, nice. fighting Thing. So wait, so you living in LA now? No, I live up in the San Francisco area, but I drove down to do that, and now I'm all excited about it. I'm like, whoa, I got to pretend like I was someone else, and there were like three people watching me for a while. N- nice. So adorable. Cool. You know, well, you, you know, know what? That, that adorable, non-Hollywood jaded approach. <laughs> I would have, I would it was have. great. I got to audition. I got to go in there. People watch me audition. Wait, wait two years. They're going to be like, this town's eating me alive. How many auditions? Come on, guys. I'm worth something. I'm this close to porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy came here to be a real actor. Yeah. 6,000 pornos later. Oh, uh, dude, I, I go to Porn Star Karaoke sometimes on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I a thing called Porn Star Karaoke, <laughs> where all these porn chicks do karaoke. And some of them are really good singers. And I'm like, man, if they would have given it one more month. <laughs> <laughs> right? rent, rent don't wait another month. <laughs> it might have happened. Uh, wait, okay, so uh, for the comedy thing, though, like, I'm curious... Because I, I would like to do it. I totally want to do it. That would be so cool. But is it like you practice saying stuff really Can I give you a three-step method to start from zero? Yes. Here you go. First thing you do is you just, you got to, anytime, you, you got to start collecting your ideas, okay? So you just, anytime over the next couple of months, you see something funny, think something funny, say something funny, hear something funny, anything that makes you laugh, you make a note of it Document right then. It. Okay. Yeah, you put okay. it in your phone, you do voice record, you take a notepad, whatever you got to do, and you got to capture it as close to the moment as possible because 
because the further away from it you get, the greater your chances of fucking it up. That's just, the way, that's just the way it goes. You'll just morph it, it'll become weird. Then, after you get a bunch of those, step two is you take those, and you kind of just shape it into like a little monologue, you know? Like, okay, I want to say this, and I want to say that, and say that. Just get your ideas together on a single piece of, you know, single document, you know, and just kind of arrange them, and then rehearse, okay? Then you rehearse, you, you arrange it and rehearse it a little bit, and then step three, you go to an open mic and perform it. Yes. That's okay. right. That's really all. And, it is. and and it's just it's like fighting. It's basically like people say to me like, "How do I do comedy?" Well, it's like, "How do you get a black belt?" It's yeah. like you you, you show you, up you every go day. To practice. You you can't just start submitting black belts on, on the mat your first day. It's just not going to happen. You you got to every day. Uh, and if you really want to become a comic, you got to do it five days a week. Yeah. Uh, okay. But if you really and but then you just got to keep doing it, and you don't have to. Don't ever measure how you are until like a couple years. Like, like people go, oh, I'm fucking great after a month. You're, you're not great. You have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'll take you somewhere oh, where you'll bomb. I'll tell you something else, too. Don't invite all your friends to your first show. I was oh, totally no. going to ask that. Do you seek out a place where there's you, no one? You bring one just or... one friend your okay. first time. Yeah. Okay. Just one friend, so it's low pressure. You get a real you know, opinion of how it went. Because no, the don't, ask, is... but don't ask your friend how it went. But okay, the you'll, adrenaline you'll, will you'll know carry the you the first how time. Went. Okay. Your friends are going to lie to you, uh, or, or they're, they're, they're going to give you their advice, and it's going to be worse than the fucking having no advice. Yes, you yeah. know what I mean? But don't bring everybody your first time. Bring everybody like your third or fourth time when you have a Bring Heather. Heather Heather will come and be super. She's very God, you have beautiful she's hair. Very Look supportive. at that. You were hiding that this whole time? She's a beautiful girl. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She's, she's DL hot. Uh, like, 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 you don't think she's hot, but she's actually really hot. That's crazy. <laughs> she's just Christy brinkley all over the all studio. Sudden, all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, I got to take a... a, a I got to uh, take a boner time out. We'll be back after this boner break. She put her hand down, her hair down. I got to take a boner time I'm not going to be able to stand for about fucking 20 minutes. Listen, people. Uh, <laughs> this was a great podcast. It was such an honor to have you, Leslie. I'm such a fan. You're such a cool chick. And, and you're a great fighter. And I feel like no matter what you do in life, you're going to be successful because you, you're just a great person. Yeah. Uh, let us know yeah. when you break up with that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Want to step it up to a guy who used to wrestle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or a comedian who's doing it. <laughs> I can give you lessons. I can give you comedy lessons. I'll, I'll give you a, a, a three-step thing about fucking Greg Wilson. Uh, number one, open your legs. Uh, number two, number say two, yes. Yeah. Number, number three, hold your breath. Okay, so. Number three, think of something else. <laughs> so listen, that is our podcast. A uh, couple people I want to thank. Uh, people, by the way, Uber. Listen, hey everybody, wanted to take a moment to talk to you about driving with Uber. Why? Because it, it is a great experience and opportunity to make so legitimate money. If you take an Uber, you know how great the experience is. And it's the drivers who make that experience great. Seriously, every time I talk with someone who drives an Uber, they always have great things to say. I, I took an Uber the other day. The guy was an MMA fan. We took MMA for like 25 minutes. It was awesome. So why should you drive with Uber? Because you could be your own boss. You can earn great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. And driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, it's a really great way to work around your family schedule. Students, you can make some extra money between classes. Now is the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling you how to get paid every week. I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber. So what are you waiting for? You have a car, you have a license, put them both to use and start earning serious, life-changing money today. It's time to drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com, drivewithuber.com. Also, tip a fighter. Yee yee. Fighters are grossly underpaid. 
There are so many fighters out there that are working two, three, four jobs. Now it's a time where we could actually change that. That's right. We could actually, the fans can make a difference in these fighters' lives by giving them money. Who doesn't like money? So fighters, sign up. Become a tip of fighter fighter, okay? Get paid for your performances. You scored the knockout of your life, the submission of your life. You had a great fight. You, you're coming home with checks. You're like, man, I wish I, I got to pay out my, 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 my lawyer. I got to pay my trainer. I got to pay this guy. I got to pay that guy. You wish you had more money? Well, now we can make a difference with tipafighter.com. Tip a fighter. Also, Camara coffee. It is the best tasting coffee I have ever tasted in my entire life. Leslie, how good is this coffee? It's so good. Yes. Camara <laughs> coffee is a premium high altitude coffee. Apparently it's made with cocaine. <laughs> they blend their coffee with nootropics that were carefully chosen. And nootropics have a lot of incredible things, such as they help you with enhanced focus, mood, reaction time, increased metabolism, fatigue reduction, cardiovascular support. Become the legend. CamaraCoffee.com. That's K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Also, uh, American Icon Autographs, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Trust me, all those cool signs, things that I'm taking away, those pictures all week long, that's from these guys, okay? Sean's a great dude, AIASE.com. Go to their signings, support them. And I believe he has a signed picture of Andre the Giant taking a boner timeout. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he absolutely does. That. That's, got, a, that's yeah. a fucking big ass boner. That's a giant boner. <laughs> also, Remover Restoration. If your place is tagged up, marked up, graffiti everywhere, there's only one place to go. RemoverRestoration.com. 1-888-424-9697. So listen, we're going to have more Invicta press conferences next week. We have Elias Theodoro coming in on Monday. Uh, we got a great show. Brittany Palmer uh, it stood me up this week. So, guys, mm. hit, hit her up on uh, Twitter and be yeah. like, why are you not coming on MMA Roasted? I thought you and Adam were friends. Yeah. So, uh, Boo. yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Leslie Smith, Greg Wilson, Bubba Jenkins, Bubba's Kid, and Bubba's Hot Wife. Yay! If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>